BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to an all-new episode of Much To Do About Nothing. I am your host, Jawan. Join with me, as always, is Joelle. What's going on, Joelle? What's up? <laughs> Uh, as you guys can can hear it in our voice, we clearly just finished watching the Knicks play a basketball game. And even when I don't say it, Joel, it happens. Remember last week I said I wasn't going to say what I usually say, which is hopefully the next time we pod will be after a Knicks win. I said I'm not going to say it. And even in not saying it, we can't just get a win, right? No. Um, well, the way we come out, I swear to God, it seems like we never win. We're only like a game under 500. No, right. And, and you know what's crazy? It just feels like every time we pod, it's after a loss. So that's what kind of makes it feel like, do they ever win? <laughs> but of course they do. It just yeah. feels like when it comes to this podcast, it's like. Since the last podcast, it they won three, lost three, mm-hmm. won one, lost one. So that's where we're at. Yep just frustrating um i really don't have much to add about this game I, i'll say this his rotations i've been saying it all year frustrate me immensely i i watched obi toppin hit a very big three for us in the fourth then get a play that i thought was a block but technically wasn't a block it was just him kind of um restaurant there's shit too by the way say it again? Um, I said the rest were on their bullshit too most of this game. <clears throat> yeah. Oh no, a hundred percent. Um uh, by the way, this isn't me blaming Tibbs by any means. I'm just saying what frustrated me was um Obi hit the three and then you know helped uh you know um stop the other team from uh from getting the bucket on the other end. And then I blinked and Randall was back in and I was just like what just wait what? Why frustrating was watching Obi earlier in the game wide open because he always runs the court like a fucking gazelle he's always in front of the team most of the time yep and everybody's looking to the left and he's on the right by himself underneath the basket yep i'm like why is no one looking at him (laughs) because we say this every week joel we do not have a point guard 
we have guys that play the position of point guard, but they are not the point guards that we need, which are traditional point guards. They don't ever look up. They just don't. Like the mm-hmm. fact that, Joel, the fact that Mitchell Robinson, when healthy, wasn't averaging at least 10 alley-oops a game is ridiculous. Read. He should average 10, 10 points a game just off alley-oops. And the Knicks can never just get him that. Yeah, easily. <laughs> easily, right? So it's like they don't look up. And that's where most – up. They don't look at him, period. Up, yeah, yeah. Up, right? They just don't look at him. Yeah, look, yeah. The only person I swear that passes in the ball is Derrick Rose. That's it. The only one else. And what I also mean by not looking up is if you were to look up, you wouldn't run into double teams as often as this team runs into double teams. You would just see it coming. Like you have to see as you're running full speed ahead that there are no other Nick jerseys around you. So that means all the other team is at the hoop awaiting you. And it's like. We've talked enough about this. (laughs) Fair. Um, Yeah. So we need this win Wednesday. Uh, because it'll give us a tiebreaker against Boston, which we will need uh, down the stretch. Um, so we desperately need this. And I think me and you can both uh, agree it would be very pleasing to know that if it comes down to it, we own the tiebreaker over Boston making the playoffs or not. Uh, say it again. I said it'd be nice. Right? Exactly. So. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just keep it at this. They're very frustrating. Uh, we, we we talked before we, we went live um, or before we started recording, not rebounding. Um, also, really quickly, can I just say this, and I'm going to pass it to you and we can get off of this. I really don't like – you know how um, you, you can't hand check anymore, right? You know, you know, it's can't hand check. I don't like that you can't hand check, but that three that Kyrie put on Alfred Payton – he Michael Jordan him. He pushed off on the knees to create separation and mm-hmm. then got it wide open. And it's like, I don't understand how you can get away with that. I really don't. There should be no touching to create space. You either shake him or he's on you. And the fact that he's, and again, I'm not talking about a full on push. Um, Alfred Payton clearly got crossed, but it's the idea of you, you putting your hands on him to generate that room to get that open look. I don't understand how the NBA doesn't look at that a lot closer. Uh, him, Harden, guys like that do that shit all the time, and, and I hate it. But anyway, Joel, quickly, whatever you want to say about this game so we can stop I'm talking. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not talking about it anymore. Perfect. Let's move on. All right. So on to things that me and you actually can enjoy talking about. Um, we got some trailers, which was always nice. Um, very weirdly, and by weirdly, I don't mean like, uh, it's a bad thing. I just mean weirdly as in I was not expecting a Loki trailer. <laughs> uh, say it again. I don't think anybody was. Yeah, it just really caught me off guard. It was just like, all right, you come out in June. <laughs> like, what, do, what will you do the whole month of May? Um, but we did get a trailer for Loki. Um, it looks to me, it gave me the same vibes as the last trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, if anything, it kind of gave us a confirmation on what me and you already knew, which was the plot was going to be them asking Loki to help them 
fixed time. Right. Um, so that was not a shocker to us whatsoever. Um, but I will say this, and I'm going to pass it off to you. It looks as though um, anyone that is uh, that has committed a crime against time are called the variants. So I'm curious, is Gamora considered a variant? Um, but Joel, I'm going to pass it to you. Your thoughts on this new trailer and what I assume is the last trailer for the Loki well, series. Well, it probably won't be the last trailer, but... Um... I do believe I don't I don't know about that crim, them criminals being called variant. I just think what they are is they're kind of not part of the prime timeline. So well, they're only, they, just really quickly. I only said that because on the back of his um, uh, prison uniform says variants. Okay, but what what my thing is, I think a variant is like a, a variant of the original, the original version of that. You know, you know what a variant is like a like a variant. It's a different timeline you know what i'm saying he created a new timeline so he, he became a variant like so and yeah maybe gamal is a variant because she's not part of that timeline right that's what i think I, i'm not saying they're called i don't know i just i don't know does it make sense to me. well i mean it kind of does to what you're saying because what you're saying is if you're part of another timeline you're considered a variant and i would assume if the time variants are are um investigating you it's because you're not part of your correct time uh, yes, time variant, variance, right. whatever the fuck they're called. No, right. So I, I think you just, I think you answered it for me right there. Um, but this, this was again, uh, to me, and it looks now almost a thousand percent like the woman he's talking to on the planet that looks almost exactly like Vermeer, um, mm-hmm. is Lady Thor. Um, or I mean, ladies, I mean, lady, lady Loki. Sorry, lady Loki. Sorry, I'm sorry, lady Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why she has orange hair. <laughs> um, it's probably the color, like the the background, you know. Oh, okay, I, that's what I, mean. I got you. Um, my biggest thing for this show is I have something for each show that I look forward to. This show is, I told you before, I'm curious if we see. The Living Tribunal or any um, mentioning of the Living Tribunal. Um, so that's what I'm I'm looking for out of this show because that's huge. If, if they bring in the Living Tribunal at any point in the MCU, that's huge because of the role that the Living Tribunal plays. Um, and I'd be really curious to see how the Living Tribunal felt about the whole um, movement of uh, the snap, then snap, then snap again then snap again. Like, I'm pretty sure that that disrupted the cosmic uh, the cosmic flow of things. So I would really enjoy to hear how they were kind of just like, yeah, we don't know what happened, but y'all have to not do that shit again. <laughs> like, I had really disrupted some shit. But um, no, I, I, again, I don't didn't really take much away from this trailer because it kind of felt like maybe a few new scenes than the last one. Um, but overall, your thoughts on the trailer? I mean, it was a very new trailer to me. Um, uh, I got to see a lot of stuff I didn't see the last time. And then obviously it answered some questions that we were kind of already knew the answers to. We just, they definitely confirmed certain things. Um, but I think overall, it was, just a, it was a fun trailer. Uh, made me interested in fucking what, what Loki's going to do next. Because, I, you know, I'm not a big Loki person to begin with. Um, so... 
I'm actually intrigued at, at what the plan is here. Does look like they want his help in some capacity, but also he wants to see, he, it seems like he wants to help and they don't trust him and they shouldn't because, you know, as uh, this guy was saying, you've, you've, you've stabbed their back 50 times. You know, you're just constantly betraying people. That's what you do. He's like, I'll just stop doing it. But if, you, just, you can't trust them. You know what I mean? It's not that simple. Right. Um, but I, I thought it was a fun trailer. Uh, we got to see Gugu Mbahara. I love, I love her name. Uh, I think they confirmed who she was playing. I just I don't remember her name or the character. I got, she's... I got you. Keep talking. I got you. I'm pulling uh, yeah, but uh, the, they, they didn't say it in the trailer, but I think Disney announced who she's playing. Um, a judge or some shit like that. Judge uh, Renslayer. What was it? Judge Renslayer. Okay, Renslayer. Okay, and obviously Renslayer has connections to Kang, so maybe that's already a given. <laughs> like, is it, is it Kang? Yeah. Is it the same Renslayer? Is it a descendant? You know, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Um, we got obviously Mobius, uh, or M- Mobius and Mobius. I forget his name. Um, whoever um, Owen Wilson's playing, mm-hmm. uh, that seems pretty like an interesting character. He seems so plain, like this is average looking guy doing a very crazy thing um, as like a lead investigator as part of the, you know, the time variance, um, the TVA. Um, who's the mysterious person in the hood? Maybe that is late. Maybe that's still late. Maybe that is Lady Loki. Maybe that, you know, we don't know. I, my, bet know. On, my bet's on Kang. Kang, the person in the hood? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have that. You have, I don't know, I don't remember. I got to see the rest of the trailer again. But I thought it was, a, overall, it was a good trailer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm also interested in seeing who this Kang is that we'll get before the Kang that we actually got a cast for. Maybe uh, the same. Say it again. Maybe it's the same person. Well, I, I thought the, I thought the, the, uh, the, the report was that we were getting two Kangs. This is a Kang that's different than the one from the Ant-Man and Wasp uh, movie that we're getting. Well, we never got an actual report. It's just a rumor. We don't know for sure. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It's a different. Like, there's different Kangs, so it's possible it's a different person. But we don't know for sure. It's nothing confirmed. Oh, I th- I thought it was. I thought it was from. Um, I thought it was from like the reporter or something saying that we were no. getting two. Okay, I got you. No problem. No. Um, yeah, no. it was just yeah. That report was only for he's gonna be an Ant Man, but we don't know where else. And then we just a lot of rumors were saying that he was gonna show up in Loki. But we don't again, we don't know for sure. Uh, and now with Red, what's her name? Renslayer, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. It just seems a little more likely now, but we'll see. Yeah, we shall. Um, I, I, I can't wait to see what Kang looks like. Um, yeah, right. and, and to see how pissed off he is <laughs> about the whole snap. Um, because you would kind of imagine snapping four times pre- messes up a uh, time pretty much a lot. Um, it was four times, right? Yeah, Thanos and Infinity War. Yeah, twice. Pre, twice after. Well, one snap. It was well two snaps, right? No, because he said he uh he said he did it again to get rid of the um, get rid of the stones. No, well, I guess by snap I mean eliminating. Oh, Not just okay. using okay. it, you know what I mean? And yes, and it was it was three then. It was three, because the heroes used it twice and Thanos used it once. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 
So can't wait to see that. But like I said, I, I maybe have to go watch it over again also. Oh, yeah, I will watch it again. Cause I, I remember a lot of it. I just don't. It's not like it all stuck with me. Yeah. Shit comes in and out. No, I'm completely with you. It went all the way out for me. Um, <laughs> so wait for it to come back in. Um, but all right, let's move on to our next trailer. We also got a trailer for, um, wow, just that. I completely forgot what else we got a trailer for. Uh, Black Widow. We got a trailer. Oh, yeah, we did get a new Black Widow trailer, yes. We did. Um, this kind of felt like it was less of a new trailer and more of a reminder. Yeah. Which, again, I mean, I don't need to see anything else for a movie that I don't understand why they push back. Um, so, to, so to me, it's just more so the idea of just reminding people like, hey, we're still here. We're still coming out this year. Um, it did have some new footage. Obviously, the shot at the it end did. of Master taking on Natasha midair. Um, it had some other shots of um, Natasha growing up. Yeah, the kids. Right. Um, and, you know, so there were there were some new shots, but what, it was definitely a reminder. Um, I would not be shocked if this was not the last we saw of a trailer for Black Widow between now and July when it drops. Yeah, considering they pushed it back to July. <laughs> right. Um, which is why I was just like, when you did that, I was kind of just like, you're releasing it now like okay all right well then it means we'll definitely be getting another one um but yeah so your thoughts on the uh on the newest trailer for black widow newest trailer for black Widow. it was good it was you know i'm interested i mean i don't need to see any more trailers you know some interesting new footage i'm intrigued by uh, I liked seeing some of her past, like as a kid, and she looked like she was some emo and shit with like blue hair. It was weird. <laughs> uh, that was interesting. Um, but you know, overall, I thought you know it, it was a lot of stuff we've already seen and stuff we already knew, and they obviously could only show us so much shit. And so I am looking forward to seeing it when it eventually drops. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people say this. I don't know where they got this from, but I wanted me and you to speak on it. Um, a lot of people have been assuming that they will see uh, Budapest in this movie, and okay. I, I don't know why they assume that. I, I've never heard anything about Hawkeye being in it or the idea of Budapest being in it. I thought I, I did think, hear something about that, but I don't I know think, for sure. I think that rumor of Budapest started because I think a lot of people were assuming it was possible that uh, Taskmaster was Hawkeye. Um, but oh, I mean, once you figured out the timeline of when this takes place, it was just like, no, it's not Hawkeye. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Well, how old um, do you think this? How far back do you think this is? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I don't know. To me, and again, just my opinion, I'm not saying this is like I'm right, but to me, to show Budapest in this just wouldn't really make any sense. Um, you know, to me, that might be something that maybe gets explored in. You know, down the road, maybe Hawkeye has like a flashback in his show or something. Like, there's some mission that has something to do with Budapest. But to me, I if they if they show Budapest in this movie, it would shock me more than anything. Uh, mainly because it just seems so out of place of what this movie is supposed to be about. Um, so I only brought it up to see if you if you heard the same thing. I've heard possibilities of it, but I, again, like 
I don't even I don't have Hawkeye as a, a part of the roster, so I, I don't I don't know if he's actually in it or not. So yeah, you can't see Budapest without Hawkeye. Right. And to me, I don't think is that something you think they'd be able to to hide? Probably I mean it's possible, but who knows? There's always something that falls through the Yeah, the I mean uh, we'll we'll talk about it a little later, but who we saw at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I didn't hear anyone talking about that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Speculation, but it wasn't because it was announced. It's just because uh, stump people, man. You know, people get caught with the stump people going over there. Right. Um, but all right, let's move on to our final trailer, and it is for my anticipated Bad Bat show. Um, I do want to point out, love the trailer, love that we see our boy Rex Joel. Um, mm-hmm. I I do feel as though we might see another familiar face from the clone wars in this um we already saw a familiar face from the mandalorian in this so that that's going to be a lot of fun um but i did want to point out excuse me we did not see a lot of crosshair in this trailer i do believe that that is because feloni will be sticking pretty pretty close to the the comics and crosshair is a betrayer of his brothers um so if they do go that route um, I'm really interested to see how the hell Tarkin manages to turn him. Um, and again, this is just purely speculation I'm going off of because he was barely in the goddamn trailer. He only, they only showed him once when they introduced him. <laughs> um, everybody else got a lot of screen time in this. Um, so to me, uh, I was saying this when we did Star Wars Saturday with AJ and Ash. Um to me, I think the thing, because Dave always brings this for, for his shows, I think it could be we lose a brother. Um, and, and that's what makes season two more of a mission to take down the Empire as revenge. Um, so I'm really excited for this show. Uh, I showed you, Joel, I already bought some of the figures um, for the, the line of this Bad Batch that the Black Series just released. Um, they don't have Wrecker, and that's really bothering me. That was the one I really wanted was Wrecker. I love Hunter, but I wanted Wrecker. Um, but this looks awesome. I love Tarkin kind of branding them as like terrorists. Um, also mentioning that you don't really need an army when you got these guys. <laughs> it's just so much that that was being said in this trailer that I love. But uh, your thoughts, Joel, on the Bad Batch trailer? It was fun. I, I, I really enjoyed the Bad Batch episode. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing uh, a show <laughs> like leaning in another uh, Clone War-esque era show. Uh, so I love team-ups. I love team shows and team comic books. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to their dy- I like their dynamics. I look forward to seeing them play it out. So I'm excited. Yeah, I cannot wait. Um, this is definitely... And I even... I even threw to AJ. Um, I said it's it's far out there, but I threw to AJ that uh, this show could be how you wreck uh, how you make Star Killer uh, canon. Um, so fingers crossed, Dave Filoni, because they can go to Camino. I'm just saying they can go to Camino. Um, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, I didn't really think you wanted to talk about this, Joel, but obviously we got something from the set of the Kenobi show. Um, but to me, that did nothing for me. It's like, okay. That, that's... Say it again. What was it? Oh, it was just uh, a, someone took a video of what the set looks like. 
for the Kenobi series. Oh well, yeah, no, I don't I don't care about sets yeah. unless like something obvious that I haven't seen. You know, then maybe, but I don't Yeah. It was nice. I wanna see like fucking like an exoskeleton or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that I mean, like I said, that was just more so definitely just like, hey guys, this is what the sand looks like that we're gonna be in a lot, and it's just like okay, no one cares. Um, all right. Uh, are you hearing Joel about this Joe Manganiello trying to get this hashtag Deathstroke HBO HBO Max thing going? Well, he did use the hashtag today, so sure, I guess I have. <laughs> um, I look forward uh, to seeing how that progresses. It seems like there's a lot of movement there. I'd love to see it. So fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, to me, I, I'm I'm bittersweet. I'm very bittersweet on this, um, mainly because, I, again, we've said this at nauseum. We're not going down that that road. Um, if if this is what you're doing, then I need to know that if when you want to bring in a um, a Slade Wilson to like a Suicide Squad, it's him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I need this to be if you if it does get greenlit, which. I could care less if it does or not, but I need it to be uh, continuity. That's right. all I ask, you know? Yeah, um, I agree. But he's spoken on it as if it's this beautiful project. I told you how much I love the animated movie and that I would love to see that brought to life. Um, so I'm fine with it. I'm just more so of the idea of, I don't know if Warner Brothers is looking to separate from what Zach created and maybe you know, save that for someone that might want to do their own Slade. Um, so I'm just not getting invested till there's like, I guess, some kind of traction um, because you know how much I want to see Slade. So it's like, I'm not going to get invested in this and then nothing happens with it. And I'm just sitting here, <laughs> you know, upset that there's no traction for anything Slade. So I'm just taking this with as nothing and I will wait for something to actually formulate from it. Um, 100%. All right, let's move on. Let's get into let's get into our shows. I don't think we, there's really any more news. It was the SAG Awards, but me and you don't necessarily really care about that. No. Um, uh, season three of the Umbrella Academy is, is uh, apparently, according to Tom Hopper, um, who plays, I think, Luther. Uh, and Umbrella Academy says season three has a way to go. So clearly we will not be getting it this this year. No. So, oh, sorry. I, I'm I'm sorry. And I, I didn't because I know I spoke very, very poorly on this um, when it was announced. But I want to backtrack a little bit, Joel. Um, we did get a Space Jam, a new legacy trailer. Right, we did. Um, and I don't want to be disrespectful. This is a show that's unbiased as much as I can try to be. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I will say I was pleased to see that it is drastically different than the Space Jam me and you grew up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the biggest thing. Like, to me, it couldn't be the whole we're playing against, you know, former stars or like they've taken the souls of former stars and i legit thought it was going to be like a remake of the original um clearly it's not it's drastically different um i still don't really have any heightened excitement for it but 
I am way more open to going to see it or just watching it rather because of how different it is. But how, how did you feel about this uh, Space Jam trailer? It was good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I love the Looney Tunes. I love basketball. So, you know, as I like the first one, I'll probably like this one. I'm not a card critic when it comes to shit like that. Like, it's very simple. Do you like Looney Tunes? Yes. Do you like basketball? Yes. You might like it. <laughs> I do love that. I love your simplicity to where it's just like, no, I love yeah, why? Looney Tunes. Why not? Why, why overcomplicate? What the fuck? Why? <laughs> like, why? Why would I overcomplicate it? <laughs> um. Also, we got the news that Zendaya is playing Lola Bunny. Which is just like you yes. got the voice. Yes, I'm sorry. The the voice of Lola Bunny. I'm just like, God damn, you guys are just you are just really consistent on making sure that Lola Bunny gets somebody horny out here. Um, but yes, that is definitely a uh very amusing casting for the voice of Lola Bunny. Yes. Um and it's just like, well, you know, when you thought Lola Bunny couldn't get any hotter. Um, but I also did like out of the trailer the <laughs> the Dwayne Wade Lola Bunny alley oop to LeBron. I was just like, yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> I did. Was- um, but yeah, like I said, my interest to this movie has been ignited because of how drastically different it is, and that was the biggest thing I was nervous about was how different is this going to be from what I've already seen, and it's drastically different. So, bravo to that team because. That's oh, and of course, some of the Easter eggs. One of the biggest ones was um, Danny DeVito's penguin. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a lot. If you were looking, a lot. You know, so I'm not gonna sit here and go over all of the ones. No, not at all. I just thought I'd bring up one. That was it. It was a lot. Yeah, it was definitely a lot. Um, Joel, our movie, uh, Godzilla vs Kong, is making crazy numbers out here. Do you think it's a bit? inflated or do you really think people went out and uh and supported this movie i'm assuming people did <laughs> if they're talking about it if the people are talking about it um but yeah i loved um i loved it myself so i'm happy that it is it brought people back to the theaters and i think it's still too soon but at the same time like uh we're, we're getting there so i'm, I'm excited yeah. i would have loved to have seen it in the, in the big screen for sure, for sure. Uh, and it leads me to, <clears throat> excuse me. No, I, I'll wait on that question. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's it's something that, again, if clearly we weren't in the times we were in, me and you would have obviously already been in the theaters to see it. Um, I oh, might yeah. have seen it twice by now. <laughs> um, but because we are in the times, again, I like I said before, I weirdly... Didn't think I would be able to, but I enjoyed it on my on my screen. So it's like, I'm going to see how Black Widow makes me feel. And if I can stomach that, um, the rest of the movies this year, I will be seeing from home that I can, obviously, the movies that right. I can see from home. Right. Um, but obviously next year, I got decisions to make. The Batman won't be on HBO Max. I got to go see that shit. Um, yeah, unless if Warren Brothers does it again. then I think they said this is it. Don't do it again, then you have no choice. Yeah, yeah. Everything fine by next year, though, in my opinion. Well, I don't I don't know if if I'll say that. I just think it's the idea of if this vaccine uh is it's starting to do what it's supposed to do, which is really weird because you hear vaccine numbers are great, and then the news is just like 
but it's also still really deadly out there and it's like well hold on wait what like how does that make sense how are you telling me the vaccines are working at a large rate but there's also this new strain that's out here that we should be worried about what what then what am i taking the shot for if the new variant this shot doesn't matter because it's a whole new variant it's very confusing but anyway um, I don't see anybody using this model that we've used for this year again. I, I think they, <clears throat> excuse me, I think they just roll the dice. I, I think they really just roll the dice. I mean, people went out to go see this and we're nowhere near a thousand percent um, better off than we were, uh, what, like a few months ago. So clearly people want to go to theaters again. So you would assume by next year it's better than what it is now. So um, I think studios will just say, hey, fuck it. Let's let's take a shot. Let's see if people go. Um, and I think people will. Um, I, I think if I go to the theaters next year, it'll be probably when they open um, where it's not that many people. Um, I think that that'll probably be the safest I'll ever feel going to a movie theater uh, again. But um, yeah, this I, I'm glad it's doing numbers. I hope it's doing numbers enough for them to go. We should maybe continue this universe. Um, I would like to see a third Kong movie. <laughs> I would love to see a third Godzilla movie. Uh, mm -hmm. So hopefully this lets them know that we want more from our monsters. But all right, <clears throat> let's move on to our shows, Joel. Let's start off with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, this was an episode. <laughs> <laughs> as vanilla as that sounds this was this was a really 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 fun episode um this zemo man i i like this fleshed out zemo um we clearly got a very warpath zemo in civil war um but this zemo seems very much at peace very much still angry um but he's able to tame it and um i love it the only knock I have, and when we did the review show Saturday, everyone was just like, I was, I immediately was like, oh my God, no, Juwan was upset. I really didn't like putting on the mask for four seconds only to take that shit right back off. It was just like, oh, guys, <laughs> put the mask on. Because um, to me, I'm like, I would like a, a clear shot of him in the mask. And I, I feel like the shot that we got was so quick. I can't yeah, but clear shot. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, we're gonna get more of it. Uh, he used it, and then I don't even know why he used it. And then he that's that's my point. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, I, but that's why for me it was like okay. I mean, I understood why he took it off. I just didn't understand, you know, why he put it on in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that was just like, all right, okay. There's all right. I guess there's some reason behind it, um, but. <laughs> It's probably going to be. We just got to wait. You know? No, look, as long I, I say this all the time, as long as I get more of him in the mask, I'm 100% fine. I'm not saying this like this was the very last episode. I, I'm hoping we get a lot more. I'm just saying it was just really weird. <laughs> he pulled it out, put it on, blew up people, and it was just like, all right, enough of that. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, but my biggest question for you, Joel, is, and I want us to get to get into this because this is my biggest disagreement, right? So a lot of people immediately went, oh, Sharon Carter's the power broker. 
And I mean, the very first thought I had was, why? <laughs> like uh, it's it's the same thing of when everyone was just like, nope, Dottie is definitely more than than what she's uh you know appearing to be. Like it was it, absolutely nothing. It was exactly, so- but that's my point. <laughs> everyone jumped to conclusions, and to me, it's like. Sure, does Sharon Carter have some maybe nefarious things going on? For sure. Is it possible she works for the power broker? A hundred percent. But is she the power broker? That would make absolutely no sense. She brought all the attention in the world to herself. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why would you bring the attention to yourself and and then have people help you like really kind of make it clear that you're the like to me it just it made no sense sense. say it again i said it didn't make sense it did not yeah my mind didn't even go there like my mind went oh i wonder what she's up to but i didn't for once think like oh yeah it's the power broker no same here yeah that was weird but like i always like to do this show for our audience not for you but for our audience um, anyone out there listening to the podcast that is unfamiliar about who the power broker is, power broker was a man named Curtis Jackson, not 50 Cent. Um, but he was named Curtis Jackson. Nice. Um, he was, uh, what he would do is take desperate people, get them hooked on the serum. Um, and then if they did not die, if they turned out, if the serum actually worked on them, he would actually, and get this, listeners, he would enlist them into the UCWF, the Unlimited Class Wrestling Federation, um, essentially to make them work off their debt. Uh, and here's the douchebaggery of it all. He would tell them the only way that they could not get sick and die is to continuously come back to take more of the serum. Um, so he's a world-class douchebag. Um, but... He did have a a, uh, a scientist that would uh, develop the serum for him called Carl Malice. And the significance of Carl Malice, Joel, is if Jessica Jones is in She-Hulk, and that means her world is canon to the MCU, would you like to know why the name Carl Malice is very interesting? Part of me doesn't, but sure. Carl Malice was in Jessica Jones. Oh, that's why it matter. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it would be interesting if <laughs> it does exist inside the MCU. Carl uh, <clears throat> Malice already existed and was doing similar stuff in Jessica Jones. Yeah, he's um, the one got this girl her powers. Whatever her name. Um, say it again. He's the one that that did uh, her mother was whatever with. Yes, and specifically, yeah. I think he had something to do with. The dude that uh, loved Trish Walker. Remember how he got powers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I believe that was also Carl Malice. Nope. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Um, but in the comics, there were there were two power brokers. Um, yes. One of them kind of looked a little bit more androidish, um, And then the other one was obviously, like I just said, uh, Curtis Jackson. So, Joel, passing it over to you, I want to start with the question of... Have you, from this episode, have you thought of who you think the power broker could be? I, everybody has, you know, everyone's wondering. Uh, at this point, I'm not sure he is who, who we, he will be who he was in the comics or else they probably would have 
showed him already. Uh, I think because they're building the suspense at this point of like the mystery of it all, uh, it will probably be someone we recognize. I think I mentioned that earlier. So, you know, after WandaVision, you never want to, sus- <laughs> you don't want to assume, but still. Uh, I, I hope it's someone we recognize because everyone the, the power broker mysteries is 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 a, is a big mystery in, in this um this world so far, and it seems to have a lot of power this this power broker. So, um, I hope that it's someone we recognize. So it's like, oh shit! I want to say oh shit when I see him. <laughs> Did you have an oh shit moment at at uh with Wandavision? Did I have an oh shit? Well, a couple times that oh shit. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, with their reveal of that it was Agatha all along. No, that was not an oh shit because that what we knew. Okay. Oh shit is when I got like white vision and shit like that. I'm like oh shit. Um, yeah, this is this is gonna be fun. Um, I I I told you about uh one of the cars in Zemo's garage was the car that Red Skull gave to Zola. Mm-hmm. Um, so either his father collected it and then just stored it there or maybe there's something to that um well he was a you know obsessed with hydra so right but he hated hydra so i mean he won't collect shit of theirs that's why they went to him no 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 absolutely i'm saying i'm more curious of how he came about it that that's that's what i'm curious about but anyway um I just fucking off the train of thought. Oh, there we go. Um, whoever this power broker is, I'm not giving it the um, the attention that I did Mephisto. I just I, I I can't put my body through that again. That was just never do that. That was just woof. Um, but I do like the idea of the Mandarin. Um, because to me, I would like to see some of what they've been building pay off in a larger scale than just the uh the Shang-Chi movie. Me and you were talking about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um because to me we've seen, you know, we saw it in Ant-Man looking to buy the the uh the technology from Ant-Man. Clearly whatever um uh Killian was doing. I heard a lot of people saying maybe it's Killian and I'm just like the less I get from that movie the better. Killian? Uh, Killian yeah. died, Killian? Well, they're saying that maybe it's possible he didn't die. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's no. a bit of a reach. I don't see it either. Yeah. Um, but to me, Ross, Mandarin, Zola. Um, I will say I went back uh after seeing the car, I went back and watched the first Captain America movie. Did you know that they showed his it was just in 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 drawings, but they showed his um comic accurate uh zola yes yeah i did yeah so i'm like i i mean we have to assume that has a payoff at some point right um my favorite obviously is the what's it called the the zola idea i do like the idea of zola being the power broker some shit like that i mean i would personally love that especially if there's a connection between zemo and zola um i would really 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 love that um, I want to ask you this. So clearly, me and you both agree that the end game for Zemo, just Zemo, is Thunderbolts, right? We we both agree on that. I would assume because he's the he, he's the one who creates Thunderbolts in right. the comic books. Right, right. 
So usually me and you do this on our own, just texting each other. But I would like for us to a little bit, just a little bit play around with this. The idea of, let's say, five, including Zemo, who we think the team could be. Um, mm. I told you before, I would love Ghost to come back. Um, mm. And then I, someone said Saturday, like, I thought Ghost was ended up being a good guy. I'm like, mm, I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> Ghost was just kind of like, oh, man, I'm, I'm alive now. That's great. And then left. Yeah. I, I don't think that means <laughs> she was a good guy. They did her the favor. We're gonna, they, they, they cured her, or they they treated her at least because she was gonna right. die. <laughs> right. So she just ultimately didn't kill them, but I mean that doesn't mean that her streak is over of being a bad person. Um. Mm. So to me, I, first person I'm putting up is Ghost. Uh, who is somebody that you think is possible to seeing joining the Thunderbolts if we ever get it? Oh. Not sure. Not sure how many actual characters they're gonna pull from the original team if they're gonna use any of the original team. Yeah, um, you told me that, and I I really 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 slept on that. I don't think we'll get the original team. I think it will be very much kind of placing things together. I mean, hell, if it wasn't for the fact that they're completely done with them, I would say I could see um crossbones as part of the the um yeah they're basically a suicide squad right exactly right right but it seems like they're kind of done with that character um i i would love to see zola part of the thunderbolts it's different but i mean we've seen them be different so i mean that's no shock there um Uh, uh, yeah abomination leader that'd be cool because you know they didn't use them might as well use them now yeah and I would like to see the dick measuring contest between the leader and Zemo. Because <laughs> you know the leader's going to come in there like, no, I should be running this team. <laughs> yeah. The leader was a member of the Thunderbolts yep. during the Ross Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. And I did mention this, Joel. I want us to talk about it a little bit. I did mention I don't think we will ever see Ross become Red Hulk. I don't think I – don't, I, I honestly don't think it's something – Feige is going to do. Um, I think that's why we're getting Abomination. Um, I think Abomination, I don't think he's going to replace Red Hulk, but I think it's the idea of the big monster that She-Hulk or uh, Bruce have to face is Abomination again, rather than bringing in Red Hulk. I just, I I don't think they're going to do it. Well, you made me very sad today. (laughs) I mean, look, me and you have been saying, we've been hoping that they would do it. Me and you have been speaking Thunderbolts in Red Hulk for forever. Mm-hmm. So I would love they do. Even if it's not with the Thunderbolts, I'd love to see the Red Hulk in some capacity. Yeah, because to me, it's just like it lines up, right? Like, you, you know, let's say Ross is behind this and they foil his plan. At some point, you kind of hope that he has the Thanos method, right? Like, I'll do it myself. Yeah, yeah. it's possible. Um. So we flirted with uh, the leader, Abomination, um, Ghost. Um, so that's Ghost, Zemo, Abomination, the leader. Who's the fifth one? Who's who's the one? All right, I want us to get creative with this. Who's the one that has never been a part of the Thunderbolts but would work within the MCU? Taskmaster? 
<laughs> you nailed it. Yep, yep, yep. I told you that's the connective tissue I think is between this show and the Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, it was the biggest question of it, it made no sense. You know, I don't mean that in a bad way, but you know, just watching the first trailer, it was very, it caught a lot of people off guard that Ross was in it. It was, why would he be in it? Like, clearly it's like Ross isn't hunting down Natasha. Like, it's just like, she's not a threat like that. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe Cap and Falcon because he has government property, but Natasha is just one of those things where it's like, I don't think Ross is going all the way to Russia (laughs) to track down Natasha. It's clear he has a a reason to being there and it's not to bring in a fugitive. Um, So that's why me and you a while ago connected the dots of maybe that was going to be the birth of Thunderbolts. But I think that's before we knew what the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was going to be. Right. Um, Well, I think the Black Widow should have came out before Falcon Winter Soldier too. So we would have had more answers. (laughs) Right, right, right. So now that we have the show, it's now kind of like it's possible it's connected. Those two things are connected. So to me, I really do hope that Taskmaster, uh, well, first of all, I hope Feige doesn't pull the typical Feige-itis and kills off Taskmaster. Um, I need that to be something that sticks within the MCU for a long time. Me too. Um, I would really like that. Mainly because it's like, sure, could we get a history on who Taskmaster is within the MCU? Absolutely. But it's one of those things where it's like, I want to see him branch out. Like, I want to see Taskmaster take on Hawkeye down the road. Hawkeye and, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, Them. The person he's training right now for the, the series. Wait, wait, what? The person Hawkeye is training for the Oh, K Bishop? Yes. I would love to see him as maybe a, a big bad in a season two of that. Um, so it's like, you got to keep Taskmaster around. But all right. Anyway, Joel, your thoughts overall on this episode of um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Uh, another good episode. Another, another good episode. I really, really liked it from beginning to end. Uh, when they got to Magipore, like the music playing, when they got there, I'm like, yeah, it was cool. Like Magipore, Magipore was like a character in itself. That was pretty fun. Um, very, very much exactly how I imagined it, it would be. thought that was cool. Um, I thought Zemo getting out of jail seemed a little simple, but whatever. Yeah, at first, I'm like, how did he even do that so quickly? (laughs) But whatever, you know, it felt very much like an oceans movie. Um, to where it's just like they're talking it out, you know, and it's like, all right, it shouldn't be as easy as as it it is with you just talking it out, and that's what it was. It was just kind of just like what if I were to break Zemo out? And then it was just like, nope, quickly broke him out. It was just like, wait, you just left. <laughs> like, like, how the hell did you manage to do this all that fast? And it was just like, that's writing for you. Yeah, I know. That, that was the one thing that caught me off guard a little bit. Because um, it seems so simple. That I'm like, why didn't they do it like sooner than if it was that easy? But I'm not sure what was in his book. And I wasn't sure. Maybe there's stuff they didn't tell me. <laughs> but I'm like, it seems so easy. I'm like, why didn't he just do this earlier? Yeah, that definitely, it definitely struck me a little bit. It's just like, okay, all right, somebody here got lazy in the uh, in the writing room for this. Um, uh, also, a little a little Easter egg. Uh, the lady who 
who died in the club is a character from the comics who is numerous people. Um, but one of the the people that character is was a mutant in the comics who like I think could like manipulate technology or something. Um, so that was uh, cool. She died. <laughs> I really say it again. I said she died, so I don't really give a shit. Oh no, no, no. I'm just saying it was a nice nod to the the character. Um Magipor, <laughs> my biggest question is I, I we're we're gonna figure we're gonna find this out, I believe, down the line. Why Madripoor? Um, like to bring in that city that has so many ties to things. I'm just curious why that city. Um, and I think we will, you know, because obviously when we get a background of what the fuck Sharon Carter's been doing, I think we'll get a we'll get a clear idea on why she went to to Madripoor of all places. Um, so I'm very 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 excited to see how that plays out. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there any more? Like cool Easter eggs or anything. Um, I mean, there were some places from the comics like the what was it? and all all of the everyone thought they were fucking uh, scroll heads end up being like monkey heads or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was very disappointed in that because in the trailer they did look green. Um, I don't know if maybe it was like the fast pace of the trailer, maybe just slide of the eyes. Um, but the motherfuckers look green, and I definitely was not the only one who saw that. Um, but you know, okay, no problem. I mean, we don't. We just got some shit about scrolls. We don't need scrolls in like every show leading up to the actual no. they're supposed to be in. So I mean, right. I, I I didn't even think twice about that when I didn't notice them in this episode because I'm like, I don't need it everywhere because then that's when you start getting, well, maybe this isn't Sharon Carter. Maybe she's a scroll, and it's like we don't need that. We don't need any of that shit. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. Um, oh, that's that's the one Easter egg. Sorry, Joel. Um, Erkstein was mentioned. Um, clearly, he was the the doctor or the scientist from the first Captain uh, Captain America movie who developed the uh, super soldier serum. Uh, Erkstein. What about Erskine? Yes, the um, Erskine. Sorry, this the scientist in this episode mentioned him by name. So oh, was, yeah, yeah, that was a nice little nod. At the well, because the nod really is Nagel, because Nagel was the one in the comic books. He's the one that was the one that that experimented on Isaiah, and right. made him, you know, the cap that Captain America. But obviously, <clears throat> the timeline doesn't really reflect anymore. So they probably they moved him up. Right. Uh, so he still is responsible for recreating the Super Soldier Serum mm-hmm. and using Isaiah's DNA, but in the f- more more into the future and not at, during that time with Isaiah. So they still use Nagel, and Nagel also used the Reinstein or Stein uh, name, just like Erskine did. Uh, except they only they they use the same name, first and last name, except they spelt the first name differently. That's how that was different. It was weird. I, I had to look it up because I'm like, I've heard, why are they both named? I didn't know they were both using the same name because that's why it fucking confused me, and that's why because because it says Reinstein on the in the Incredible Hulk when you do when they when they pull out the the, the thing. Yeah, and I'm like, and I looked it up, and it, and it was Erskine. And so when they said Nagel was Reinstein too, like, what the fuck is that? Mean? Oh, okay. So that, that's because Reinstein, they use the same name, right? Um, which is also cool because if you look on that file, <clears throat> it's classified as Weapon Plus. Yes, it did. Um, so I'm like, ah, there could be some retconning going on in this mofo down the line, where Weapon Plus is Weapon X. Well, Weapon um, Plus is Weapon X. It's part of the weapon plus is the program, and then like there's like 
different numbers like one, two, three, four. Ten is right. X is ten, you know? Right, right. But I'm saying obviously that was something that could never be mentioned before. So hopefully it gets no, right okay. that it is that. Uh because it very likely could be they don't revisit that at all. Uh, I mean, it seems like they will going I mean considering what what they're doing. So right. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, mainly because we have Deadpool in the MCU and Deadpool was part of Weapon X. So it's like that could be one of those strings that get connected there. So that'll be pretty dope. Um, by the way, I'm really depressed. The Mets were up 2-0 this whole game and lost 5-2. to two. I have no idea where these Phillies runs came from. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> Very depressing. Just can't get it if I'm if I'm a New York fan tonight. But anyway, um, no, this is a really good episode. I thought Zemo, uh, I said, I told you this before. I thought that Bucky and Sam needed a buffer. And I feel as though I was, in my opinion, was justified by that because Zemo and Sharon Carter made them to me you know, way better <laughs> than they did before. Um, but I also want to speak to... Um, your thoughts i theorize on this saturday um i really do think walker's going to if he doesn't already have it in him take the serum and i think he i think they might make him go bonkers i think he might kill his his buddy um because it's already starting to build the divide between the two of them their ideologies are different um we saw we saw his partner kind of just like dude let it go man you know we we do the real work and and we try to figure it out and we saw how frustrated Walker was getting because obviously it's a mountain of pressure. You're Captain America now. You got to be able to get the job done. Um, so I think there will become a moment, obviously, where he crosses a line because at some point he has become the U.S. agent, right? <laughs> so right. Um, to me, I, I do believe he will cross the line, and I think that might be the line that he crosses. Um, but what were your thoughts seeing the opening sequence of, um, of, uh, of Walker? Yeah, I didn't get any of that, but I, I definitely was definitely feeling some other shut. Um, what what I did notice was that when he had to conversate with the one guy that he was threatening to talk, he couldn't speak to him in his language. He had to get his friend to do it. So Battlestar came over and started talking in German. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that tells you even more. Like, cause he got the job because he's white. Let's be real. <laughs> Only reason, Joel. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, I need you to like. Uh, they that just that just bothered me. I'm like, oh wow, this dude knows German too. Like, <laughs> um, which or whatever language it was, um, but that stood out to me probably the most right there between the, that interaction. Uh, I didn't, I don't, I don't know if they have this. Like I said last week, it didn't, it didn't seem like it was clear that they had any type of power. Uh, at least not yet. <clears throat> not saying they won't. Or he won't, because like in the comics, they both get powers. So I don't know if they're both going to get powers or just one of them. I don't know. Um, there's only so many vials left. <laughs> so I think at some point it will happen. I just don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. I just know at some point one or both will get powers to, to probably even out the the divide between them and the flag smashers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when shit's going to go down and like, but I'm not sure how. Yeah. That's really interesting. Cause in the comics, the power broker is right. who, uh, who shoots them up. So it's like, yeah, he's connected. That's what I'm saying. Power broker is connected to this whole series. To like right. most of the characters. <laughs> right. So I'm curious, is this one of those things? 
Because, you know, again, we speak about this all the time. Feige changes things. So, I mean, it very likely could be um, that they get it a different way um, than how they did in the comics. But to me, it's kind of just like the Power Broker is here for a reason. Um, and yeah. you know, He chose to use the Power Broker. Right. right, right, exactly. So to me, <clears throat> again, it's the same issue I ran into with the last show that Marvel had, trying to connect realistic dots. And it's just like... That's why I'm like I'm I'm opening my mind to the idea of it's possible maybe Carly stabs them with it uh, while they're fighting or something like that. Um, so I'm just opening my mind up to the idea of like you know anything could go down with this. Um, but you did say you had some some other thoughts on this show. Did, did you cover them all, or was was there something else? Um, I'm trying to remember. It's been a couple of days now so i'm trying to remember everything that happened <laughs> i did have thoughts as as the show was going on but then I, I forget oh uh the flag smashers like it seems like the more they're just getting more extreme or at least carly is you know uh like obviously there was a divide there between her and her friend uh and then like those like killing innocent people even though you know what i'm saying you remember that yeah. that moment when yeah. they blew she blew up yeah no, I think exactly. that was, mm-hmm. yeah that was definitely put there. So, <clears throat> so you look at her a little differently. There, she's definitely more deadly and uh, definitely like extreme, like that extreme. But like, because what happened? What's happening now is that we're starting to like not that like we're not looking at the fact the flag smashers as villains, right. really. You know, at least they don't they don't seem to be bad guys. <clears throat> so that's a way of keeping the edge on them because that means they're they're they're. Not technically bad, but they're now going a little too far. You know what I mean? Right. No, I completely agree with you. It was their way of rationalizing, like, because everyone, everyone everywhere is saying, like, yeah, I mean, I kind of dig what they're doing. And I always say this, the thing that separates a good guy from a bad guy is the willingness to kill. And now we've seen that she has a willingness to kill. So there you go. Boom. Bad guy, right? Now, me nor you believe she will remain a bad guy um, because clearly she's not the villain of this series. It's clearly whoever the power broker is. Um, So she's more of like an anti-hero, which is why I said to you before, I wouldn't be shocked if she ended up as part of the the Thunderbolts if she does not die. Um, That's a lot of power to just write off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so I'm like, that's very possible. Zemo Caesar, and it's just like, come with me, um, you know. So I'm like, that that's not an idea that I have completely just thrown away. I, I have that right in the forefront that that's a possibility. Um, so you know, we got to see how it all plays out. But you're 100 percent correct. They also, um, if you pay close attention, they also did their best when they did um, the reshoots for this to kind of dub out any mentioning. Uh, further and obviously we have to see the last three episodes but any mentioning of um vaccines or uh diseases and stuff like that to kind of like shy away from what's going on now um it's why they didn't really go into how her how i assume her mother is that lady but uh how that lady that she's really close to died um so raised her or whatever yes okay yeah, I, to me mother figure then yeah. Um, so apparently they wanted to kind of 
shy back from that a little bit. It's why well, vaccine was used in the first episode and then never again. Well, let me not say never. And then not again so far. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I think the reshoots were about. You know, there was a lot of it was too close to home. <laughs> so maybe they had to make some adjustments. Yeah, which n- not a problem at all. I'm not bringing it up like it's like, oh, I can't. No, it's just, you know, just. Uh, and you know, enlightening people. Um, I also mentioned to you, you can kind of see the dubs um, in the episode, like how Sharon Carter, um, when she's talking to Bucky and Sam, when she gets up to, I think to either get a drink. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But do you like watch this shit with a microscope? What the fuck? <laughs> no, I just, no, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know someone who does, um, who does sound work. So like they do dubs a lot. So like they were, they were showing me, uh, they were showing me and I was just like, oh, you know, if you don't care or don't know, you would have no I idea. I really don't <laughs> care. That's very interesting. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it was also with Carly that, that it was dubbed. It was with Sharon that it was dubbed. It was with the doctor that it was dubbed. Um, so that was really interesting. And what the doctor's dubbed line was, was about the vaccine, not the vaccine, the, uh, the disease. Um, they dubbed that out. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. It, but, was, just, uh, it was chopped. It was edited to, to not right. to edited the conversations. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, you know, because clearly it looks like they weren't able to reshoot everything. So for certain things, it was just dubbing over some of the uh, the conversation. Um, but again, like you said, it was so good, you know, to the, the untrained eye, you don't notice at all. Um, so, you know, kudos to them. But um, last question I have for you. Any ideas on what you think Sharon is up to? I have no idea what she's up to. Not, not a clue. Yeah, me neither. I don't <laughs> even have a theory. Look at that. Look at um, that. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything? Oh, duh. The end scene. Now, I want to make this clear. I tell you all the time, Joel. I will never be the kind of person that's like, oh, yeah, I clearly knew that. Yeah, I saw that coming. No. I love <laughs> living ignorant. I did not know those were Kamoyo beads. That he- I didn't either. I did. I was like, "What the fuck are those things?" I had no idea. I thought, I thought he was maybe sensing that someone was following him, and those were like trackers, I guess. Which I, technically, I guess that that is what it was. But I didn't connect that they those were Kamoyo beads. I didn't so either. For me, I'm looking at it. and I'm just like, okay, all right, he's picking these things up. And when he turned around, I was just like oh i get it okay okay i get it okay. yeah yeah after after the reveal oh yeah those were completely beats fuck right but you're with me right like it didn't it didn't connect until you saw no, it. I, I didn't no i didn't think about it because i was like i after he picked it up i'm like all right so someone's leaving him breadcrumbs right but what what are those things who 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 is doing it and then when it happened like, oh fuck i don't know why it didn't it hit me but I think it didn't hit us because remember, we've only seen them used once. Yeah. It's not like right. It's not like we've seen the Kamoyo beads used a lot. Because then it would be like, well, duh, we should have, you know, we should have noticed that. But it was only used in the Black Panther movie. Mm -hmm. So to me and you, it's kind of just like, well, it's very likely it could be literally anything else. Right. And rarely (laughs) separated, you know, it's usually. Right. So, um, so yeah, that was really interesting. So do you think that this is uh, just an isolated storyline for this, for this show, or these are breadcrumbs that will lead us to Black Panther 2? 
I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if it's going to lead us to Black Panther 2 because I don't think it needs to. Um, but I don't know. I really, it really depends like what she's going to do, what she's there for. If she's, if she's there to have him arrested again or put him back in jail, that's going to cause a conflict. So I'm like, I'm very curious how that's going to play out. Cause now that she's there, like does she join the fight, <laughs> you know, like what, what, like she, that's not usually her thing. She's there to do one thing and move forward, but Bucky needs Zemo for the time being. So I don't know. Well, I, I'm very curious how episode four is going to play. We only have like three episodes left. So I'm like, fuck. Well, technically, if you count this week, too. Well, I, I haven't seen it, so I count three. Got you. Yeah. Well, I, let me, I have not either. <laughs> but I get you. Um, no, I told you when I saw her, the biggest thing that stuck out to me was I was very curious because clearly this was all shot before the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman. Mm. So I was very curious. So Hold on. Say it again. It's so sad. Oh, 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 I thought you said don't say that. I was like, I, what did I say? Um, but I was very curious because to me, T'Challa is not a guy that sends his um, Dora Milaje to do his work for him. Um, so I was, I very much thought maybe this was originally supposed to be him and that was supposed to be the shock. Like he shows up um, and then maybe obviously they had to change it. Um, because to me, remember how personally he took Claw and Claw didn't kill his daddy. <laughs> so Claw just stole from Wakanda and, you know, the Wakanda leaders are like, dude, you need to go and, and bring him and bring him back here. So I find it hard to believe that the guy that killed his dad that escaped from prison, he wouldn't personally take it upon himself to bring him to justice. Um, not just as like killing him because clearly he could have did it in civil war um, but to you know apprehend him again so I'm really curious to see like I said if this is isolated then it was always meant for it to be her um, but if it's something that's breadcrumbs I'm interested to see how someone pointed out that one of the the tankers <laughs> well, um, not tankers but the uh, what do you call those things that the uh, that they were inside of um, trailers trailers yeah i think they're shipping containers there we go yeah containers someone said if you look at one of the symbols on them it looks like the same symbol of uh latvia um and i was just well, like that i was like that's a bit of a reach but the only reason i brought any validity to it was we did hear rumors that uh black panther 2 could maybe give us our introduction to um Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom right. uh, I see I, I don't I don't even know what the logo is for Latveria. <laughs> so, I don't know what to look for. Uh, um, so that would be interesting. Well, I only connected it because if if it is true that it was there, then her showing up, it is possible that these again are all breadcrumbs that lead to that. I'm not saying Dr. Doom will be anywhere near this show. But it's just the breadcrumbs of he exists in this world already. Like right. it's not an origin story come Black Panther 2. Um, so I was just like, okay, no problem. You know, I'll I'm say not putting stock in it, but okay. I'll say this. There was speculation of the door possibly playing a role in it because like I told you, the stuntmen uh for the door were were in the area at the time of filming. So at the very least she's been a, at least 
going to be a part of this for a while. So I don't know if anything was before that, but you know, a couple months ago, obviously they had Dora Stuntman there. So um, there you go. So you're saying of the whole team or just IO? Whoever did the stunt work for IO. Okay. 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 Just the one, you know, all of them. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, to, to me, you know, you've, you've calmed me down from wanting to just jump off the ledge of theory. So <laughs> I got nothing insane. So, you know, that's, that's hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really, the only thing I, I, I discovered was how similar, how they, they, they definitely used Fag Smashers, like, his the point of the flag smashers and the point of flag smasher are very similar, which is pretty crazy because I thought they changed it up. But when I looked up flag smasher, it his ideology matches what Carly's flag smasher's ideology was. Yeah, <laughs> like, I told so you. Cool. That's why I told you because I I was a fan of the flag smashers from the comics, and that's why I told you I I loved it. I love what they were doing because you easily could have changed it because. Even comic book readers aren't familiar with the fucking Flag Smashers. It's so old. Um, they haven't really modernized it, really, since his uh, his first um, debut in the comics. So it's very much like you could have changed it in, what, 2% of comic book readers would have been like, wait a minute, that's not the Flag Smashers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they stuck to it. And I was just yeah. like, I love it. I love it. And if we're being honest, a world without borders doesn't really speak to the world any better than it does today. Right. You know, yeah. so I'm like, I'm, I'm glad they didn't shy away from that. That that's awesome. That, that really is. Um, so that's why I, I loved it. I loved it. Now. Um, clearly it looks like the flag smashers won't exist going forward, which is fine with me. Um, I just want to see more from Carly. So that, yeah. that's all I have. But it also goes to, cause there was rumors of like, ultimatum being used in the in the show and everyone thought it was like the storyline from the ultimate um <laughs> universe and no no what, what it was is that they thought they were going to use the team of known as ultimatum which was created by the flag smasher right but they kind of did that they just called the team flag smashers and not ultimatum <laughs> right but i had always said i was very curious uh same thing with zemo actually uh b- before we move on my biggest questions for Zemo and um, Carly were, are they legacies? Um, and, you know, to a degree, Zemo is. But I was more curious of, was his dad, um, you know, was his dad like like it was in the comic or, or his grandfather, one of the two? Because um, fighting Captain America was a legacy. That wasn't <laughs> that wasn't just yeah. like, oh, man, they blew up my, you know, my country. So now I'm mad. Like, well, no, they were also like, German. In the comic books, you know, there, there, there was he was a Nazi, the original right. Zemo. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. This is a little different. <laughs> yeah. So no, that I was just wondering, was it a legacy in any in any respect? Um, but it's only a legacy in name, uh, because clearly he's a Baron. Um, which again, I said this Saturday. I really do hope that he has his Scarlet Witch moment. I want, I want someone to call him Baron Zemo. Um, you know, to me, that's one of those, it's, it's, it's a thing I told you all that it's, you earn it. It's a name you earn. Um, so I would really love that. Um, and I want to see if they're, they're willing to go the, the comic route of that mass not really being 
an option for Zemo. Oh, that um, means they would have to like glue that motherfucker. On. That's what I'm saying. I'm curious. I mean, if they don't, I don't have a problem. As long as he wears it whenever he's in action, that's all I ask for. Well, I guess um, we'll find out once we find out the point of the mask. You know, what's the right? Point? Exactly. Right. Because he grabbed it. Because to me, mm-hmm. it's like you didn't have it at all in Civil War. No. So the fact that it was something you knew you you needed on this mission, it's like, well, there has to be some significance to it. And right. it can't just be because you don't want people to know that you're out of jail. They're going to come by your cell and see it. <laughs> say, yeah, they, they people know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're not doing it to conceal your identity. So it's like, why? You know, and to me, like I said, I've lightened up on my mask stance mainly because I've just come to the realization these movies and shows don't give a damn about <laughs> my need for accuracy so it's just like it, it, at least explain it well enough for me to be okay with him not wearing it as much as I would like him to um, so that's all I asked for I ever asked for explain it right I don't mind you know yeah that's that's what it's like you know I, I gotta see this snake eyes trailer because it's like I don't believe you're 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 not only telling Henry Golding he can't show his face after this movie, but he can't talk. So yeah. If you're not abiding by that, I at least mm-hmm. need a reason as to why. It's really yeah. expensive to have an, a, a known actor and not be able to see or hear him throughout the movie. Exactly. That's why. What's the like, point? <laughs> yeah, that's why it was like when they cast him. I was just like, I don't get that, especially after because remember we had seen the gentleman. He was casted after the gentleman, I believe. Yes. Um, and me and you really enjoyed him in the gentleman. So I'm like, I could see this guy being on the rise. So when they cast him, I was just like, but Snake Eyes doesn't or show his face. That's weird. Um, so again, me and you. Most of this movie, he'll probably be normal. And then probably by the end or some shit, he gets disfigured and whatever. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I doubt it. But we'll see, and I, that's something I'm I'm putting in the air now, Joel. So I'm not upset if it happens. Um, same shit with Halo. I can almost guarantee he won't. He'll rarely wear that mask, and that pisses me off. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. that's different. I really don't see the need for him to take the helmet unless he's talking to people, and that kind of makes sense. No, but, just even talk through the mask. <laughs> I'm just saying, wearing a mask all the time sounds annoying. So. Yeah, you gotta I mean, take it off at some points, especially when you have no air at all. It's not like the Judge Dread mask where you, he has a mouth you can breathe. This fucker has to wear a full matte helmet. <laughs> yeah, which by the way, again, I'm glad you brought that up again. A lot of love and support to Carl Urban because I don't think he ever took that shit off. He didn't. Yeah, talk about accuracy, right? Talk about getting a a, and I'm not saying known like a big name actor, but talk about getting a known actor. And him willing to be in that damn thing the entire movie. Yeah. That's all we asked for, Joel. That's all me and you asked for. Um, but anyway, let's move on to another show that you're more familiar with than I ever was. And that is an all-new episode of Invincible. Yeah. This was a very, very, very episode. Um, apparently, this, this show is almost accurate down to its damn socks apparently the sandwich scene was actually from the comics Mm -hmm. Um, so shout out to robert kirkman um and that entire team with you know trying to reward people who've dedicated time to read these comics 
Um, I know people get tired of me saying it, but to me, I feel as though us reading comics, Joel, is like the equivalent of studying for a test. It's like you've put in all the work. The last thing you want is to get in front of the test and then your teacher go, hey, by the way, this is different than anything you've studied. And it's like, what the hell did I study for? Like, to me, accuracy is the equivalent. It's like, I read these comics. I'd like to see it be somewhat accurate when you bring it to life. Especially animation. Like, you might be able to get away with some of that live action, but like, an animation, like, you can nail all of it. (laughs) Right, Right. exactly. Um, And we've seen that animation doesn't necessarily do that. Um, It tries to extend itself to the mainstream uh, and to be different. And it's like, you got devout fans here that have read these books that want to see them accurately portrayed. Like me and you, we were fine with the fundamental change Ernie Altbacker and the guys made with Hush, right? Because it's like, dude, yeah. we already know who Hush is is supposed to be. Yeah, it wouldn't be a mystery if if he didn't change it. Right. It would have only been a mystery to people who have no idea who Hush is. Right, right. Um, so I'm like, you know, that was fine. That was fine. We thought it was executed well enough. Um, so it's like, you know, but everything else about it felt really accurate. I mean, hell, Poison Ivy, um, uh, <sighs> Superman, yeah, that was accurate. So it's like, you know, they, they did their best to be as accurate as possible, but excuse me, but anyway, back to this. I cannot wait till shit hits the fan. Um, you are familiar with the comics, so I'll allow you at your own discretion to divulge what you know from reading the books. <sighs> but, I can't That's the issue. Like I know a lot, but I also know don't remember a lot. So it's one of those things <laughs> where I could give you a whole bunch of shit that I remember, and I definitely spoil a lot of things. But also, there's a lot of shit that they threw in there where I'm like, oh damn, I forgot about that. I didn't know. I don't remember that. I'm like, who's that? <laughs> like, there's a well, lot then, of that too. Let me ask you this, and let's let's keep it non-spoiler. Like, of course, you can spoil me when me and you talked. But uh, let's just keep it as far as what we've seen so far, right? So the robot kind of seeming as if he's not on the side of good. Is that something familiar to you from the comics? That's a very loaded question. Let's put it that way. There's, there's There's a lot more layers to robot than what you're seeing. And like that you saw in this episode where he pricks uh, Rex. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a big reason for that. And you'll see. I don't know if you'll see it this season, but it'll make sense eventually. <laughs> okay. So then let's leave it at that so we don't get into anything ah. spoilery. And the next thing is this investigation into... I, why was I about to call him Hyperion, man? Um, uh, Omni-Man. <laughs> Omni-Man. Um, this investigation into him, is that accurate? <sighs> It is, but I, I don't remember it being this long. And I don't remember I don't remember paying attention to it as much. It's more of a focus in the show because there's less time. And maybe I got distracted reading so much in between because there's a lot more ex like excess right. in the in the book. So as 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 you know, compared to the show. Um so that's why I don't remember the fucking demon dude that well. <laughs> like, cause I know he was there, but I forgot about him. So that's what I mean. Like, I, it, 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 there was, a, it, it happened. I just don't remember it. <laughs> okay. Cause to me, it's one of those things where it's like, I assume the shit that hits the fan is invincible finding out that is um, you, that is the, when, when that happens, 
that will be the ultimate shit fan. <laughs> okay. Because to me, and again, I don't want you to go into this. I'll talk to you more so just me and you after the show. But to me, okay. the biggest thing that intrigues me is he does not seem cognizant of the idea that he did it. That could be just him, you know, putting on a show. But um, it, it, I need to. Why did you do that? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, it's, it's also Omni Man is also a more fleshed out character than meets the eye. You'll, there's a reason, and uh, it's really hard to. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> let, let me let me take over so you don't say too much. <laughs> I I will say the biggest thing that stands out to me when it comes to him is how often he keeps bringing up his 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 home world. Right. Um like that that sticks to me. Like I pay attention to stuff like that. Like he said it religiously. And it's like it doesn't sound like it sounds like Superman. It doesn't sound like it's a place he can go back to. It sounds like it's a place that either doesn't exist anymore or he's not uh allowed back there. Um you know, again, this mm-hmm. is me speaking from from ignorance, but right. um, you know, I, to me that that's a big red flag. There is how often he's mentioning it, and it's like, well, why not just take Invincible there and show him? Like, why do you keep speaking about it as if either you can't go there or it doesn't exist anymore? Um, so that'll well, be really man. interesting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There, okay. there is another alien race that I would compare them to a little closer. But we'll wait till it happens. Oh, you'll wait till okay, no problem. So then I'll ask you in totality your thoughts on this new episode. Great. It was another great episode. We got to see him go to space. We got to see him on Mars with the Martians. And the Martians are a little they're not different. They're just more I think in, in the show they're like tan. They're they're actually green Martians in the comic book. <laughs> I don't know why they changed the color, but they did. Um what else? Um, the girl that he's dating. Casting, by the way, huh? I said I love the voice casting of the the head Martian. Yes, yes, Miss whatever his name was, I forget his name. Uh, Martian Man, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the casting was a a plus, but that's why they got they got they were able to get all the the guys that they wanted because they they obviously weren't on very long. <laughs> the first episode, God, all everybody it was a list. <laughs> yeah, voice actors, but you know, for what? Because they weren't, they didn't have to pay them that much. That's why. Right. Um, I realized it was the first episode. I thought that maybe, maybe like two or at least, but like they went right into it. Um, but that, like even the comics, it does happen fairly soon, so it's like, like it's not that crazy. Um, and that's really what surprised. I mean, that's sh- the thing that showed surprised you were like how violent it gets. Mm-hmm. Um. And like this is like I know how it, this season probably is going to end, considering it makes sense the way it would end. Like, because there's so much more to show, and there's a lot. And look, there's the way this series ends. That probably uh, this at least this season ends. Just I want you to think about it like this. It's gonna end crazy, and it just gets crazy. <laughs> I like it. I told you after seeing that first episode, I was just like, "How the fuck do you have an episode two after that? Like, how do you yeah. top that?" You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's like that's like if you're a starter and you're injured for a game, yeah. and the the backup player comes out and drops fifty. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> like you got to follow that up your next game. Like <laughs> you yeah, can't come back and then your team loses. You know? So I'm like, the fact that they've been able to get better and better with each episode 
um, is really a testament to Robert Kirkman and, and his entire team. And I can only imagine how insane the comic is if off three or four episodes, my jaw is still trying to get off the ground. No, I'm wondering if, because he had, I doubt you're going to see other third party characters. And by third party, I mean other people's creations because in the, his comic books he tried and if you when you read his comics he tried to create like a, a a universe like an image was like a universe so like i swear to god savage dragon was at every funeral <laughs> you know what i mean uh and fucking spawn showed up in one issue you don't see spawn ever but he was in one issue um and I'm trying to think who else. There's a couple other. There's actually a, a small Spider-Man one episode, but that's when the, there's a multiverse type of weird uh, issue. It was like one of those one one off crossovers. Um, I never read the Spider-Man part of it, so I don't even know how that plays out. But I did read the Invincible part of it. Um, yeah, we read the Spider-Man part then. Um, yeah, I, actually, I don't even. Yeah, because it happens and then he comes back and I'm like, I don't even know what just happened. So, because like, <laughs> um, you don't get to see that, you got to buy the the comic, the Marvel comic. Um, but um, yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit down the line. Um, so I'm just, I guess, I'm trying to focus on what happened before the, you know, the stuff happens in this season. I don't know. I, I got to see more. Like, I I can't wait to see how they flesh everything out. Um, who else showed up in this show? Um, I do like the their emphasis on the, their Guardians of the Globe. Uh, I love. I always like. I have actually Guardians of the Globe comic books, like actual comic books. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they have spinoff uh, of Invincible called Guardians of the Globe. So I have like twenty plus issues, I think, of the original Guardians of the Globe comics. And it was um though that that version that you see there, not the ones that got killed. <laughs> so that's cool. I mean, this is it's such a good universe that they built there. Yeah, I personally cannot wait for this next episode. Um, I, I'm really invested in these characters, and it's so funny. I meant to tell you this uh, a while ago, but I think it's hilarious because um the guy playing uh Invincible. Mm-hmm. They fan casted him for Ben's Batman as Nightwing, and uh-huh. he was a very big fan cast mm-hmm. for Nightwing. And to know that years later he's playing a character named Grayson who looks just yeah. like Dick Grayson is hilarious. Um, so I Stephen Yin, sorry, let me yeah, yeah. Stephen, Stephen. awesome. Um, so I thought that was hilarious, but I remember saying. At the time when people were, were throwing that around like like hotcakes, it was just like I would not mind that. Um, and obviously since then I've been able to see a lot more work from him. And I'm like, he's a really good actor. Um, so I'm like, now I'm a thousand percent sure. Like I wouldn't mind uh Dick Grayson being um anything else besides just white. Uh I know me and you were going back and forth a, a long time ago about um you just have to like you have to explain a few things if you're going to do that um but ultimately it wasn't like a, a necessary deal breaker um like it doesn't drastically change anything about Grayson but it does a few fundamental things um mm-hmm. but yeah so I, I thought that was really interesting but anyway I love this episode can't wait for the next one um Robert Kirkman you are a freaking genius 
Um, anything else you want to add for Invincible? No, I just can't wait for Thursday. I get to watch it and, you know, get my, what, the fifth episode? Fifth episode. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, uh, how many episodes? That'll be 10. Uh, I think it's 10. Yeah, I think it's 10. I hope, I hope it's 10 because, yeah, it, I, I can't wait to see how they do it because they've done a great job so far. And I really love Invincible and I really feel it's making me want to finish because I'm telling you, I have like 30 episodes, like issues left, I think. I'm almost done. I should just. It's just like ah, it's just a pain in the ass, but I'll 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 see what happens. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like I told you all the time, I, I want to see how this plays out, and then I 100 percent want to go back and read the comics. Um, I just like to if, if it's a show first, and I didn't read the comics, I like to do show first so I don't build any unrealistic expectations. Um, I mean, animated is a little easier. Like you can definitely see how they've been able to pull it off. So to me, animation it's different than like a live action. You might have to, you might have to be more realistic with certain things, but right. I think in animation, they, the only thing they have to do is cut out a lot of the fat. So there's yeah. certain things you don't know about him that they, maybe they, they, there's like one panel. I mean, there's like a whole issue on one thing where it's like one minute <laughs> in the show, like his obsession with that. Fuck. He's like a, a favorite comic book character, like this dog. Uh, it's weird, but they, I think they showed it in one of the episodes. But there's there's a lot more to it in the comic book, you know. Right. Yeah. So I can't wait. Thursday, only a few days away, Joel. Um. All right. Last thing I want us to to end on, unless you have something else. I saw someone say this, and I wanted us to have a little bit of a debate about it. Um. Someone said they just finished Star Girl, right? Okay. And they think season one is the best opening season in CW's DC history. And I off mm. off the rip you hear that and you kind of go, no, no way, no way. But then when you kind of sit with it, you're like, oh, I don't know if I really loved any other first season as deeply as I loved mm. it. Like I told you, I apologize to you numerous times about not taking Supergirl <laughs> more seriously than I was. a Stargirl, I'm sorry. Stargirl um, than I was. Uh, but I rewatched, I started rewatching Flash season one mm-hmm. because I'm not really loving where they're going with the show today. Um, so I went back and I'm just like, no, this show, and I was not familiar with the Flash comics. It was the one hero of DC that I really outside of Flashpoint could care less about. Um, so the really? show is really, wow. yeah, the show is really what, what got me into the Flash a lot more than I was. Um, so like the whole reverse Flash reveal, I didn't see any of that coming. So it just really kept me on my toes. It was really good. And it didn't have as much of the Barry, you can do this. We love you. Like it didn't have as much of that. Right. So I'm like, this is really, really, really freaking good. But Arrow was great. It had a lot of great Easter eggs, a lot of things you didn't expect to see happening. But man, Stargirl, like, I, you just can't create a better recipe than that. You had high schoolers, but no fucking high school teenage drama. No love triangles, none of that stupid shit. And it's just like, I value that really high. <laughs> like like they made sure they got you right into it 
They got you right to the, the, the heart of the story and it never let you go. And Joel, I think it might've reinvigorated a lot of people's interest for the, uh, the J, the JLA or the JSA. 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 Um, so much so fucking in the black Adam movie. <laughs> like, yeah. like to me, it was just one of those things where it's like, I think I'm going to agree with this person and say I do think Stargirl was the best season season one out of all the CW shows in your opinion what was the best season one out of the CW shows I don't know if I consider it a, C- a CW show it's not, at least not season one. Oh, uh, okay 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 so if you see it like that then okay then, then I take that back no, not a problem I to me once it once it showed there, like once it went to CW to air episodes we've already seen, yeah, that's why I considered it that. But okay, but if you, if you compare that show, that show to to the other shows, it's almost unfair because you're talking about shows that were starting at CW with a certain budget and like giving twenty plus episodes to a show that's more tight knit, you know, because it had to be and more money because it had it. You know what I mean? No, there was look, more. I- I agree. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. No, there was just more love put in. Not that there wasn't love in the other one, but there's less distraction with this show. There was what? How many episodes? Like, um, ten. I think ten, ten to maybe twelve. Ten to maybe twelve. Something like that. Yeah. And then it was really well written. Like the CGI was decent, better than at least what we normally get from CW. You know what I mean? Ain't that the truth? Uh, and that's why we were all worried when it said it was going to be exclusively CW. <laughs> we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa what? Yeah, it was um, like, hold on a second. We like this. Don't don't yeah. ruin it now. But that's why it's hard for me to like see season one to to say that it's CW show, comparing it to like Arrow and Flash that were strictly CW. You no, get what I'm saying? No, yes, a hundred percent. I didn't see it like that. But now that you said that, I'm I'm with you. I get it, and I I don't disagree at all. Um, I am on. I am on uh, HBO Max, right? Okay. And HBO Max just did something that is about to make my night immensely better. Oh, what they do? They added Mortal Kombat. They added the first Space Jam. And they have now just added Scorpion's Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. Oh, I'm so excited, Joel. I love that movie so freaking much. Yeah. Um, so that will be what my night consists of. I wanted to also tell you, I did see, I might have told you this already. I did see Constantine City of Demons. Okay. Um, I loved it. It was really good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. So I'm like, if they um if they want to do a show or a movie kind of like that, I'd be a hundred percent interested in that. You're you're down. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I because to me, Constantine was one of those guys that Again, didn't really have any interest in uh, what the show did on NBC. I was, I was like, okay. I'm oh, that show's it. great. But yeah, the movie, like, the, the movie is the reason I got into it. Honestly, the one with never Keanu seen it. You still haven't seen it? Still haven't seen it. Not Hulu, I think. No, it. I have it in my, in my, my. You know how you can add stuff to your stuff. Yeah. It's in my stuff. Just yeah. The first, really? just the first couple minutes, I was like, wow, this is. This shit's crazy. <laughs> like, um, but he looked as before. I knew he was not portrayed accurately, right? Uh, but the mo- like the character was still pretty cool, and that's that was the first time I ever heard of him, and that's what made me interested in like 
learning more about him and I actually read a couple of comic books. Then the show came out. And I'm like, oh my God, he looks perfect. And it was good. And of course now he's on Legends and shit, but, and obviously he's probably, he's probably getting his own show again, I think. So we'll see. I, I hope they do him justice because he's, he's, he's one of my favorite DC characters. Yeah. Uh, what they were able to do with him recently definitely made him a um a fan favorite a hundred percent um i wanted to because i like us to end on shows that we've been getting into it's mm. this new animated show on netflix that joel i've never heard of before it's based off a video game and i yeah. looked you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i think so the dragon show it's yeah like something with the dra- joel it is so freaking good bro yeah, I was gonna. I haven't started it, but I was looking. It looked like something I want. I, I wanted to get it because I never played the game, so I was like, I don't know if I'm interested. But um, it it's called Dota Dragon. Yeah, yeah, Dragon something. Dragon's Blood. Uh, yeah, Dragon's Blood. Um, yeah, it looks interesting. Uh, like the animation looks really good. And again, like I never played the game, so I'm like, I, I wasn't super interested. But like, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, I um, never heard of it. So you know, scrolling through Netflix, like I, I like to do here and there, see if there's something that catches my eye. I kind of was doing something. So like, you know how like when you click on uh, a show, like the video will just play. Mm-hmm. It started to play, and like I looked up, and it caught me so much. Yeah. I forgot what I was even working on. Um, so I was like, all right, let me, all right, let me, you know, get something to eat and sit down and, and lock in. And I couldn't stop. I binged it all. I mean, there's only like eight episodes, I think six or eight episodes, Uh, but it's so good. And I, I really hope this isn't the typical Netflix thing and it doesn't get a season two. Um, because it seems like anything I love, like, all right, yeah, we're not doing any more of that shit. It's just, Mm -hmm. well, okay. Um, but I, I just started watching Apocalypse War over again, Joel. I feel as though I didn't give it any love the first time around. Okay. Um, and you know, me and you are are really cool with Ernie Altbacker. For sure. Um, so you know, I was. I really, but, no, I said I really enjoyed it. I told you the first time. Yeah, I don't remember what my issues were. Uh, oh, I know. It was AJ. <laughs> <laughs> AJ was my internal issue. Um, but I, I remember I you discussed it with him. That was all that's all you needed. <laughs> it swayed you to the dark side. Like, hey, you're right, it was terrible. <laughs> so wait, I, I did say that? Uh yeah, you were you know, not that exactly, but I know you, you conversated with him over it. And I'm like, I don't understand what the issue was. <laughs> like I'm just sitting there like, I, like if I had to just I, I'm because I'm thinking because again I started rewatching it right I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it again because I think it I think I fell asleep when it was going, but um yeah. I think I didn't like how quickly they got to this like it, it oh what I oh, mean if that's how they're gonna end it considering how many movies they made I'm, I'm, I appreciate them doing that fair but when me and you saw um how about getting the dark side in your third movie. Right, but when we saw the <laughs> Superman animated movie with Tony Todd, we met Tony Todd, Rebecca Romaine, uh, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that movie ended with Darkseid, right? Yeah, yeah, it but did. It gave us no inclination that the next movie was it. You know, like we heard it was going to be Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. So it's like, oh man, like we finally get to see them square off. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that that meant, like, I thought that was just the sequel 
to Justice League Dark. I didn't think that that was yeah. the end of everything. The be all end all. Which right. Sucks. So I think I think that's what I mean by I don't think they set up that we were coming to an end. So it was like when I'm sitting there watching it, and you you know spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it's been out for like two years. I feel like um, when you see Flash go back in time and it essentially let you know like that was the event of like flashpoint mm-hmm. um it's like oh damn this is it. awesome too yeah but to me it was just one of those things to where it i wasn't expecting it and i think that's what bothered me because it's like i don't like a lot of things that the new 52 but i like how ernie altbacker wrote most of these these movies you so, got you have a long look at the new 52 like it didn't do a it did a lot of good shit too. <laughs> which which I always tell you, not a problem. But to me, the glaring the glaring issues I have um to me don't outweigh all the good that it did. It did do a lot of great things. I'll yeah. never disagree with that. Quarter hours came out of New 52. It sure did. And that's that's what I swear by now is the quarter house. So no arguments on that. Um, but I mean the biggest issue is the same biggest issue you got. Yeah. Fucking team. <laughs> well, I mean, team the new fifty-two. My the team was fine for new fifty-two. Uh, I just you know I, I didn't mind them to replace Martian Manhunter with Cyborg. My issue, I I would have made a different decision. Like I would have not done that, <laughs> <laughs> but I would have definitely used a different character. But I was okay with it at the time because I'm like, okay, they still had the main the core to me, the main core, which was. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, and Aquaman. As long as I have them, I'll give a fuck who the seventh member is usually. Even though I love Martian Manhunter, I'm willing to sacrifice him for someone else. And they went with that same way now? Yeah, I don't mind it. I still don't mind them sacrificing him for someone because two aliens, it's, I get it. I understand why they did it. I just don't, I just, like, I prefer, like I said at the time, and I say it again, I I think Blue Beetle should have been that member but whatever they made the decision i think blue beetle fit the same mold you know but they went with cyborg and they could have went with john stewart instead of al jordan and they could have and you know they could have settled that whole being too white you know um i I got that but they didn't do that and that's you know that was jeff johns that made that decision uh at the time but again i didn't mind i loved when they rebooted it and they made a couple of changes obviously what they did was it the way they did it was weird. If you read the comic books, it's weird. The cartoons didn't really affect anything, but the the comic books itself, everyone got aged back. <laughs> you like missing a whole bunch of stuff in the, in the middle. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it made decisions that were weird as fuck. But it also created a lot of new storylines that we're still using to this day and new characters and shit like that. But yeah, it, it definitely made some weird. Like the team, I think Teen Titans suffered the most <laughs> from that new fifty two. But um, it, Justice League Dark became a thing because of New Fifty Two. I mean, there wasn't that wasn't a thing. Yeah, no, like I said, I, I'm with you on the good that it did do. It was just one of those things where it was just like ah. But anyway, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and and, and rewatch Apocalypse War. Um, yeah. You know. So you said I thought you were watching it already. No, no, no. I started it, but I fell asleep, and you know it played the whole movie. So now I got to go back and watch it again. 
I hate when that happens. Yes, I, I hate when that happens. <laughs> it's like I can't I can't control my sleep though. It happens. I know, like part of you kind of wishes, like, goddamn TV, you don't see me falling asleep, pause it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pause it, fall asleep. Yeah, I w- that's the next technology. Like if I fall asleep, you just are oh, you awake? But it does, Netflix does that after a couple episodes. But you gotta do it with my eyes closed. Yeah, you gotta do it. <laughs> to me, it's like when you know when it pops up saying, you know, skip it so you can go right to the next episode after the the, the the one you're on is is like in its end credits yeah if i don't hit that button immediately ask me are you are you still are you still watching and then if i don't respond just shut off yeah that's it perfect that's it that's it that's yeah. all you got to do so into a movie every 15 minutes if i'm not doing something just hey you still watching mm-hmm. it? i shouldn't do that it's like if I watch a movie i don't really need it to be telling me if i'm still watching yes i'm still watching but like if there was <laughs> technology to like if it knows that i'm like if it can hear me snoring it's like okay okay he's sleeping (laughs) don't say that man you say that now but i tell you when that shit happens where you wake up and you go did someone someone turn off the movie and then like your tv just goes yeah i did you were snoring it's whoa whoa, did you speak to me (laughs) i would i respect that yeah i have alexa she talks to me already anyway so (laughs) (laughs) like i just pictured now yeah you were snoring loud as shit so i shut it off yeah i turned it off why waste you know electricity (laughs) watching it um, I didn't need you to be sassy, Alexa. I don't pay you for that. <laughs> I don't pay you for sass. Um, <laughs> but what's the biggest thing you've been watching outside of the norm? I'm watching. I started watching anime again. Finally, fucking forever. It's been forever since I watched anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finally sat down and I started watching One Piece again because I missed it so much. Um, That's a so. long boat to go down. <laughs> but I'm I'm so far down that boat though. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you meant you were doing it from the beginning. No, no. I'm, oh. I'm ca- catching up. Like, <laughs> like uh, I'm just like 600 plus episodes in, so I'm like, gotta catch up to where the fuck it's at. You know. I will um, say that's the one downfall I give to One Piece, and it's not their fault. It's more so mine. What you just said is why I will never start One Piece. I just don't. I I don't have the the commitment, no matter how good it is. It's just too deep. It's like if I had never seen an episode of Dragon Ball Z, I wouldn't start now. Like, I'd maybe start if they said we're no longer making any more episodes of Dragon Ball Z ever. It's like, all right, then yeah, I'll start. But the idea that now you have the show and then the movies and then the movies that don't really mean something but mean something, it's like, it's just too much for me to go down. (laughs) I never watched those movies. I don't care to watch those movies. I just watched the Have episode. you seen the Dragon Ball Z movies? Well, the Dragon Ball movies are the only movies I watched. Uh, but that's it. I don't watch any other anime movies. I usually don't care for because they oh, most. Of them, you I know. What you're saying. So you didn't watch Bleach um, when they went no. to hell. No, oh, I didn't watch any of that. Yeah, none of the Naruto movies. None of them. None of them. Oh man, you're missing some good shit. Those are really good, bro. <laughs> I bet, but like, I don't know where they fit in the storyline. Like, I don't. So I like. Okay. I don't pay attention to it. And the Dragon Ball is the same way. Like it, it doesn't necessarily connect. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, it's like what was frustrating about Dragon Ball Z was you watched the first Brawly movie that I thought was really good, right? And mm-hmm. then eight years later, they're like, "Hey, remember that Brawly movie that meant something then? Yeah, we, we we're retconning it. It means nothing now. This new Brawly. There were like three Brawlies, and then there's a new Brawly for the Super. <laughs> right. And it's just like you guys, you got to get your shit together. Just introduce <laughs> new characters. Stop doing Brawly new every five. Years. 
And the Dragon Ball, the last, the last one I saw too, I think it was the Dragon Ball Super, uh, the one with Gold Frieza. <laughs> that was the last yeah. of this. Yep. Wait, I want to ask you this. I know you won't do it on your own. If I buy you the Kakarot game, would you play it? Probably, yeah, we buy it. <laughs> Why? No, because it's it's it has the downloadable content for the Beerus storyline and does the Frieza storyline. Oh, and does it go all the way to Boo? No, it goes past Boo. Oh, does it? Yeah, it goes past Boo, but they're DL. So the main continuity of the game stops at Boo after you defeat Boo, right? And uh-huh. the DLC is uh, Beerus and whatever the the tall wizard's name is. And yeah. then that, the other DLC is <laughs> coming back. And then they're supposed to be releasing the third DLC that I assume is the newest season where you get to fight. Tournament? The- yes, the tournament. Yes. That'd be cool. Um, like I think <laughs> I think you would really love all of it. And it's legit what I what I told you I love the most about video. It's free roam. You can literally fly around either just as Goku or just as Gohan, just as Vegeta, or as a group. You could have you can only have three people with you at, at a time. Um, but the biggest thing that I know you're gonna enjoy, Joel, is there's so many characters you could play as. I can imagine I could see you never having the same three people uh probably not no i like switching um like i always probably have goku and that's it (laughs) i'll switch it up (laughs) yeah mine has always been goku gohan and vegeta or i would switch it up to where it's goku gohan and goten um but that's that's pretty much that's pretty much my that's it i don't don't, yeah unfortunately they don't really after after a certain point, like anyone that's not a saying is pointless. That's my point. That's why I'm kind of just like Piccolo is the exception. Piccolo is the exception. Sometimes, Everybody else is like <laughs> to a certain point, yes. Because <laughs> to me, it's like if you can't transform into something else, like at least right. Piccolo has a super Namekian form, right? Like if not for that, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even use Piccolo. Like you got to turn yeah. it into something for you got to like, absorb more Namekian Piccolo. <laughs> <laughs> right, like get some more Namekians in that body. Um, but yeah, so that might be something I get for you just because I want you to play it. Um, but oh, no, I, cool. I love that you're jumping back into anime. That that's something I started. I missed it. Yeah, I, I I did on Hulu. I did uh, dig back into Bleach because that's my favorite. Oh yeah. Um, so I I'm starting to. I I might rewatch it just because I'm working on that story, <laughs> so I need to be refreshed anyway. Yeah. Um. So I would love to, and I love Bleach anyway, so I wouldn't mind doing that. Then I would I'm, ask Joel as a favor to me. Mm-hmm. If you do go down that bleach well, please watch the movies. Um, I don't mind considering because I didn't before. <laughs> the one where the one where um they go to hell, I think you will really love that one. That one was so freaking well done. Was it? Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean they've had three movies for bleach, I believe, or it could just be two. Um the first one was okay, wasn't bad at all. But that one where they go back to hell, Chef's Kiss. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'll try. I'll check it out because there's just so many I have to get to. You know, like right now, uh, My Hero came back, so I'm now I'm up to date on that. My Hero, like the, the most recent two episodes. Um, I started Roroni Kenshin. I love that show. Yes, uh, preach it, Joel. Yeah, yes. I, I was such so a I, show. 
And I watch. Well, I found out watching it on Hulu that I'm like, ew, like I hate the dub. Like I love the dub in the past, but the dub on Hulu is so bad. So I started watching it on HBO Max. I'm like, that seems better. That's the dub I'm looking for. So if you're gonna watch Maroni uh, Kenshin, don't watch it on Hulu. <laughs> watch it on HBO Max. Uh, that's the correct dub. I don't know what the fuck the, the dub they're using. And they uh, call him like they say the the names wrong. It's so fucking weird. I can't stand it. Blatantly bad. Um, huh? <laughs> I said it sounds blatantly bad. Yeah, I mean they they they, they say Batotai wrong. It's it's just. It's like, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't remember any of this. Um, so, yeah, so the HBO Max one is the correct one. So watch that one. Uh, and I've been watching the live action movies with it. So, like, I'm loving it. I've seen the first two. Uh, so I've, I've got to watch the last one. <clears throat> and there's two more coming out, but they come out this year at some point. So I don't know when. Um, but I do love the live action Roroni Kenji because it's pretty pretty damn accurate. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um Oh my god! I do want to start watching Yu Yu Hakusho because I never finished Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. Um, I I did watch most of it, but like same thing with Kenshin. I I saw most of Roroni Kenshin. But I never finished it. Um, uh, la, la la. What else do I want to watch? There's a couple of new shows out there that I hear are really good. Like Jujutsu like Kaisen, I hear is good. I hear Doctor Stone is good. I hear the uh, Demon. What is it called? Uh, damn, I just had it in my head. Uh, something Slayer, Demon Slayer, I think it's called. Yeah, no, you're right, the Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Demons. I hear that's good. I, I heard that shit broke records. <laughs> um, there's just so much anime. I'm like, I'm behind on. Like, I started watching Black Clover, so I'm, behind, I'm super behind on that. I saw like maybe five episodes mm-hmm. <laughs> Black Clover. Um, and I still got to catch up on Attack on Titan. Uh, so yeah, I'm super behind on a lot of anime and Barto. I'm behind now again, even though I was I was on a roll there for a while. Shit, I'm behind on just Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I didn't know that they had another season past the uh, at the end of the. Uh, I think when I, I think I told you the last thing I saw was when Naruto defeated Gara, like when they turned into like their forms. Um, and you're like, no, there was more, and I was just like, whoa, what? <laughs> there was more. After Naruto, yeah, then there's a wait list. After Naruto is Naruto Shippuden, oh. and after Shippuden is is Barto. Okay, yeah. Shippuden's the more popular one too. That's when he's a little bit older. Yeah, uh, I, I love Kakashi. So as much Kakashi as I can get, yeah, he's in, a, in all of it. So <laughs> then sign me the hell up. Um, so we got a lot of stuff to watch. I'm gonna start my night with. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. I hope they do more Mortal, Com- Mortal Kombat Legends. Like, I'd love to see everyone's story. Liu Kang, uh, uh, Shao Shang, um, Shang Soon. Sorry. Um, what's the one with the hat? Oh, God. Wow. Yes. Um, uh, know their name soon enough. <laughs> no, it's, I'm, you know, you know me. I just draw blanks randomly. Right. Um, yes, Jax, Katana, Sonya uh, Blade, Johnny Cage, Kano, Liu right. Kang. Like I want to see a Legends. <laughs> I want to see a Legends of all of them. And technically, this movie was about Scorpion, so I would like a movie mm-hmm. that's about um, Sub Zero. Yeah, you could talk about the, his brother. 
No. Right, because don't tell me that because Sub Zero was in this, this counts as Scorpion and Sub Zero. No, it definitely Scorpion. counts. But you know, that's be he becomes Noob Cybot, so you can see him become Noob Cybot, and you can have his brother come in and become the new Sub Zero. And there's a lot you could do with it for sure. So Raiden, <laughs> I love a Raiden movie. So it's like, yeah, there's a lot you Raiden. can do with these animated movies. Keep this up, man. Let do not let Mortal Kombat die. Keep it up. No. Keep the you game know what I found up. Keep it, made it up. Go ahead. Say it again. I said, you know what? I just found out. Like you were talking about Netflix. So I put on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, there's a haunted Latin America, bro. That looks insane. I'm not watching it now, but I'm definitely gonna watch it. Because I love Haunted, the uh, the American one. There's like two seasons, and they're like four episodes or whatever the fuck. But <laughs> yeah, never watch. But, them. Man, they're fucking creepy as fuck, bro. Look, yeah, like, do that stuff. Oh, dude, you should, uh, at least the the, first, the American one, at least. Um, Jesus Christ, um, and not do it, bro. I, I, I can't. I can't do hauntings and stuff like that. Like it's. It, I know it's gonna sound weird. The slashers and the and the gore and the stuff like that, even to a degree, the suspense, I can do. The ghost and the hauntings, I cannot do that to save my life. Couldn't do it. Could not do it. Can't do yeah. it. Yeah, the bejeebus out of me. Here, bejeebus out of me too, brother. I just you know. <laughs> Joel's <laughs> like, it's worth it, so I do it. But yeah, yeah. it's fun. Like I, I love, like I love. It's like a learning thing. You know, you watch it and you're like. That's fucking insane. I would never want to live through that. But at the same time, like, why am I watching this? It's scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, I personally would prefer to shit on myself when it's uh, accurately the right time, like when I'm old, not at 27 years old. So, yeah, I'm going to stay away from those movies. I don't need to shit on a movie. It's a show. It's a series. No, you know what it is? This show specifically, it's like, like a ghost story. Like it's this this person that will live through it, and they're just playing it back. So it's only like only like a half hour. Scares me even more. Scares me even more. Anytime they tell me anything that's existed is real, anything like that, nope, can't do it. Cannot do it. Um, but speaking of which, I'm glad you ended on that, Joel. Figure oh. it out. This week will be part two of our horror show. Um, we got some more horror to talk, man. We had too much fun doing it the first time. Oh yeah. Um, so we got some more of that to talk. I can't wait to dig deep into that because we're going right into it. Because we already did the figures and collectibles last week, so we're diving right into it. We don't need to rehash old stuff. We're going right. What, into are, we, what are we doing then? Um. Oh, we're just gonna do. We're, we're gonna dig a little bit deeper, as in um, some of the uh, some of the best um, what do you call it? Um, I like the reboot. Some of the best oh. reboots. We're going to talk some of the best reboots. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get into best best kill scenes because we did that towards the end of the show where we were wrapping up. Okay. Um, so we were kind of doing like rapid fire. So I want to kind of dig into that. Uh, the rest, the listeners will just have to tune in to the show and find out. Yeah, we'll uh, go. But I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll text you. Um, so I can't wait for that. I'm going to have so much fun with that. So that is uh, this week. I'll say that. I'm going to stop saying Tuesdays. It's, it'll be out this week. Um, but Joel, I think that's all we got, right? I think so. I think we're over. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't remember anything. I mean, I could be wrong because there's always something missing. 
if there uh, is, me and you will get together on it and we'll, we'll make sure we do. I mean, there was a small football thing that happened today that caught me off guard. But Sam Donald, right? Yeah, that was what? Yeah. <laughs> that that enhanced New England's chances of moving up for a quarterback. So I appreciated that move by the Jets. I'm yeah. like, usually you guys can suck a fat one, but this Yeah, but that means the Jets is definitely taking a quarterback that second right. pick. But here's why that helps us, right? Carolina is ahead of us in the draft. So they don't need a quarterback. They do not need a quarterback now. So right. That means that's an that's a team we can trade up with. Um, the fact that Matt Ryan's not 50 and Atlanta hasn't shown any interest in trading him could also mean they're not taking a quarterback. So that's another plus for us. So it's just mm. the idea of it's starting to be a domino effect. So now I'm sitting here and I'm like, damn, I desperately hope that Deshaun Watson <laughs> can get moved to another team that's higher up that needs a quarterback that will just take him. Oh, um, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, that was it. That was all I was going to say. That was all? Yeah. Oh, the big news that happened a couple of days ago was the, can- the technical cancellations of uh, – New gods in the trench. Oh shoot! I talked about that with AJ. I swear I didn't bring that up because I talked about it and I just assumed it was with you. Okay, no. No, it wasn't. Sorry. Yes, sucks Fine. balls. They are idiots. They are stupid. The trench one, I could care less about. You canceling new gods is the most frustrating shit ever. Well, get it. on their work or whatever, uh, the, the article, it was more like they put it on free. They put a freeze on it. They didn't really cancel it, per se. Because um, apparently there's some type of new, I think Mark, I, I was looking at Mark Hughes' tweets on it. He explained it much better. Let me see if I can find it real quick. All right, so I'll talk while you're looking for it. Yeah, please. What bothers me about the freeze is, to me, it's a new project that a lot of people aren't familiar with. The more new projects you can put out that people aren't familiar with, the better, because that's what drives comic book sales. People going, or some people going, not obviously the the world, but some people going, man, I've never heard of who these new gods are. Let me look into it and see who they are. Um, So to me, it's like, and that's why I love the show that we do Saturday. I can't tell you how many times people, Joel, say like, oh, you guys are talking about the Flag Smashers. They sounded cool. So like, I went to go look up and see who they were. Great. That's what keeps this business thriving is, is the want to, the, the, the need to know. It's why I don't try to make people feel stupid when they don't know certain things. It's like, I have no problem telling you why you should want to know more about this. <laughs> like, it's what grows this business that we're in, you know? The day no one cares about it anymore, what are we doing this for, Joel? <laughs> so it's like, ask as many questions as you want. I have no problem answering them. Um, so this freeze sucks, but did you find it? Uh, I move because where I was looking, he, oh, there it is. There we go. All right, so he says new gods cancellation isn't related to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, it was canceled because that project and its sequels no longer fit into changed plans for the DCEU. The changed plans also have nothing to do with Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, it's because the Flashpoint film is resetting the DCU with a slate of connected projects. Uh, I think canceling new gods is a mistake. They should ask Ava DuVernay if she should do it as a big budget miniseries for HBO Max with like a 20 million 
per episode or whatever and do three seasons so it's an HBO exclusive trilogy. It doesn't have to tie into any other DC stuff. It can stand alone. That would be nice. What also bothers me is Joel. I could be completely wrong and this is why you're here to correct me. That's why I felt as though New Gods was a prequel, right? Like of the old war, right? So it's like it, it doesn't take place today. So it's like it wouldn't mess up anything you're doing continuity wise, unless you're telling me you have no plans to use dark side in the, in the immediate future, or even a little bit beyond that. That's what that tells me. Because to me, the new gods, that's an old war. That's not a current war. Like that'd be like Kevin Feige saying, Hey, we're not doing, um, Dan, what's that Angelina Jolie, uh, movie coming out for, for Marvel shit. Yes, that's like him saying, we're not doing Eternals because it doesn't fit in the MCU. And it's like, it's a prequel. Like, I mean, yes, there's parts of it that'll probably flow into in today, into present time. But yeah, overall, it's telling the story of yesterday and how it affects today. So it's just like, you giving me new gods, I don't understand how that changes anything of a Batman, of a Superman, of anything. So that's okay. what I don't understand. What their reasoning of like, well, it doesn't really fit in right now. I don't understand how. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know why it doesn't fit either. Yeah. I don't know what their new plans are. It's really the big issue. I'm not never. We never know what the fuck their plans are. Right, but even if like let's say their plans are just to kind of reshuffle the deck, start over uh, essentially, right? Not a full start over, but somewhat of a start over, right? Again, don't get. I, even then, it still doesn't make sense that. You can't allow her to do new gods right now. It, it it does not affect anything, in my opinion. Well, it does to them for some reason. So you know, well, that's why they suck balls. Uh, <laughs> but your thoughts, Joel? I just gave you my thoughts. <laughs> like, hey, why did I not take that as? You? Just uh, they are what they are. Like uh, I don't I don't like it. I definitely want to see new gods. Uh, that sucks. Now we have to wait longer. Uh, I definitely look forward to seeing what this goddamn plan of theirs is. Because, um, again, they keep preaching multiverse and everything they do is the opposite. <laughs> like Every second. Every yeah. second that they breathe, it's just like it's a contradiction. Yeah, and I like think why, why it's only a multiverse when they when they say it, it's okay. That, when, that's what it, it warrants, like. right? When it warrants, right. and I think what's even more frustrating was what the next movie did was it re ignited my my love for Dark Side because I always wondered what Dark Side would look like in live action, and it looked great. And it's like, oh, great, we got to see him here. It's possible we get to see him in New Gods, and then it's just like, no, you're not getting New Gods. So that ultimately tells me that you have no plans on dark side and that's what it is because anything else of new gods literally has nothing to do with any other character they would they would be playing with literally no one right so it's like ultimately you're just telling me you don't want to do dark side right now that's it they don't want to do anything with the new gods apparently so we'll see uh if they if it's a, it's a if it's just a hold we'll see where those go um, because apparently they said that if they go back to it, they would go back with the same crew that they had before. But you know that sounds like a lot of talk. We'll see. We'll see. Because we don't even know what the landscape will look like when they revisit it. Does Ava even? I'm, I'm, 
Right, exactly. We don't know. I mean, we have no idea what it's going to look like. We have, we have zero idea what this world, this universe is going to look like after that Flash movie. Uh, it just seems, it literally does feel like, and like we've mentioned it before, like what it looks like they're doing. <clears throat> Batman's going to be its own thing, right? The Batman's going to be its own thing. This Superman movie might be its own thing. We don't know for sure. Um, it seems like everything else is connected unless they say otherwise right so but they're also open to doing like standalone shit but when it when it when they care you know not when people want it <laughs> like oh Zack Snyder can still live because it's a multiple yeah, yeah. no <laughs> that's how they look at it uh you could do it was separate no we kind of want to keep that but not right now so there's a lot of like when they feel like doing shit because it does seem like there's a plan for Wonder Woman and the Flash and Aquaman, um, Superman, or at least our Superman, like Clark Kent Superman, we have no idea, he's in limbo right now, uh, but they are introducing a Supergirl, because, you know, that makes sense, um, then we have <laughs> the, the, Bat, um, <clears throat> the Batman, that, that you have Ben Affleck's Batman, and apparently Michael Keaton's Batman, and they're gonna, <laughs> one's gonna leave, and one's gonna stay, and it looks like Keaton's gonna stay, and so we're gonna have an old fucking Batman, not that I hate it, because I love Michael Keaton, but, um, They'll have that of old Batman and maybe introduce a Batgirl uh, in, the, in the process. Uh, so we'll have that. And then we have, oh, my God, who am I missing? Um, Vinny Zatanna. Well, yeah, we're going to have Justice League Dark with Zatanna, Constantine, possibly, you know, Swamp Thing and them. And then we have um, they announced Blue Beetle uh, recently. Uh, so we'll see where he flies. I mean, obviously, they'll probably connect to. Then we have Black Adam and the JSA. Are they connected to the same you know, universe? Uh, I guess we'll see. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. We don't we don't know what the big plans are and when we'll see it. To me, it's like, when will we see a Justice League again? That's what I'm worried about. I want to see the Justice League. And obviously, they apparently have plans for the Green Lantern. Uh, it looks like the movie and the show will connect, so... That's good news because it didn't make sense for them not to have Hal Jordan or John Stewart on that show. So makes sense that they'll be in the movie. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see. We'll see how everything plays out. Yeah, it's just, I, I tell you what, the way he's talking or the way they're talking over there at Warner Brothers, Hannibal from the A-Team must be over there because all this talk about plans, it better be a damn good one. Um, yeah, good plan for sure. We'll have to wait and see. Unfortunately, um, it seems like some of the cons are coming back. I heard JD talking about New York Comic Con back this year. Apparently. Um, so hopefully, maybe these are the these are the platforms they'll use to maybe tell us what the plans are. Maybe. I find it hard to believe that if San Diego is open and New York is open, they just kind of go, "Nah, we're just gonna continue to wait. You guys will just find out when we want you to know." It's like, why? <laughs> why? Like, here's the difference, Joel. You can tell us what your plan is, but just don't have any specific dates. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Or, even better, Joel, tell us the overall plan, and you don't have to give us any specific movies. Yeah. I want to explain what the fuck your, what your, your idea of a multiverse is. Give us a fucking PowerPoint. <laughs> and give us a line of where I mean, what like, goes where. <laughs> for example, you could say, look, our overarching plan is to establish 
that there's other things out there, other worlds. We want to have fun. You know, we want to have fun with it. Uh, it's like having toys in a toy box, just playing with a whole bunch of stuff. And then our end goal is to bring it all together. When you tell me that, I will, I will never say anything unless you mess up again. I will never say anything bad about your plan because at least I know that Robert Pattinson's Batman is only separated for a little bit because you want to play around with things. And I know it ends with him smacking back to one earth. He's our Batman. But when you say this, oh, we're just doing a multiverse. It kind of seems like you're just like, instead of like, in their mind, it seems like a multiverse is, we're really afraid this earth one thing isn't working. So we're going to build an earth two that if the earth one doesn't work, earth two is now earth one. And that's what's going to be the future going forward. And that's my fear. That's my fear that I don't know what world is the one I'm supposed to be paying attention to. So it's like, just give us an old, a, a layout, what you want to do. And we're fine. Like legit Feige comes out every, what few years, Joel and goes, Hey, uh, from this, this all the way to that movie is what we want to do. Yeah. Well, you never have to worry about it. Not connecting though. That's, that's the difference. no right. But I'm, I'm just saying like, it's something as simple as that. And he's and he's changed dates in movies when when he has to yes right so i'm like it's not like we're saying you have to stick to it and if you if you move off of it you're the worst thing no it's just give us an idea what you're doing (laughs) like that's it that's it it's working against you when you say nothing because we have to fill in the blanks and i tell you don't don't let us fill in the blanks no not at all because we have nothing good to fill in those blanks with no <laughs> a lot of fuck. All your goodwill. Yeah, you lost all your goodwill, especially with me and Joel. When you said the word multiverse, yeah. you said it like it's a permanent thing. You yeah. lost us. <laughs> so it's you like, said Batman is its own world. You lost me there. Like, yeah, okay. it's like, and then when you followed it up with, we're moving forward with a Supergirl movie. Yeah. Well, we're making what a Superman? It's like wait, yeah. you never gave Superman a sequel. Like what? That's what I'm saying. And I'm like. I don't know. It's just, ah, but anyway, Joel, um, this has been another episode of much to do about nothing. Uh, we find a way to always work back to DC because that's what they do. That's what they do to us, Joel. Well, and we love DC. No, I mean, I mean, when we have to show our frustration, they always uh, give us a reason to be frustrated. <laughs> like it's never, do. we come on here and we're like, guys, this has been a great week for DC. Like we we haven't done that so far. Oh, yeah. I mean, it hasn't been bad. It's just that no, we're it hasn't been always horrible, once we bring like, up plan, it's gonna frustrate us because we don't know it. Right. The unknown is not something we are looking to work in. Because we've really had a good time with you know the Suicide Squad trailers. I thought I thought. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So, they look good. We've got some good casting. It's just we don't know what the plan is, and so it's confusing as hell. I just and I, there was a rumor recently. Damn it, it just dropped today. Oh, damn it! See if I can fucking find it. <laughs> All, right, it All right, keep talking. Um, I just, to me, my biggest issue is I just want to know what what I'm supposed to be giving my um my focus to. That's it. Because don't tell me a standalone is what I'm like. Oh, just take it. It's a stand. No, I don't play those kind of games. No. 
It needs to be something that I know has some meat to the bones, which means it sticks. I need to know that it sticks. And if it doesn't, I don't really have that much interest in it. I really don't. Like, I did it with the Joker movie, but I'm not doing it again. I'm not rushing out to see a movie that you're telling me isn't a part of anything. I'm not. And I was telling AJ, my fear is, we don't know that the Static Shock movie Michael B. Jordan is working on is a part of anything. No, it could be part of its own thing. Like, if it is, there goes my interest in it. Like, I'm going to see it, but I'm not rushing to the theaters to see it. I'd be part of its own, like, milestone universe, like, with Icon and Rocket. Which, Which, to me, is completely crazy because it's like, I was telling AJ, I was like, AJ, how dope would this be? We get the Static Shock movie, right? We're like, yo, it was so dope. In credit scene pops up. Guess who shows up, Joel? Mm. Black Lightning. Boom. Continuity built. And we get a Black Lightning movie that you then explore them, them working together. And then obviously we get to Thunder and Lightning. Beautiful. Like, beautiful. That'd be awesome. But only Lord knows if that's, a, if that's even remotely close to what they have in mind. And that's what bothers me. Like, I feel as though if Michael B. Jordan's executive producer on this, it's because they gave him the ability to have the freedom to do whatever he wants. And it's like, I don't like the word freedom to be attached to people doing DC projects because seemingly it's how we're ended up and where we are now. Excuse me with, well, he doesn't want it to be a part of this. So it's not. And it's like, wait, what? (laughs) Here was the rumor. Okay. Uh, apparently that Berlanti, uh, hold on, that Berlanti is going to take on a role helping to map out the DC multiverse. Berlanti and Guggenheim. The Guggenheim part scares me a little bit, but Berlanti we trust. I do. I know a lot of people are like, oh no, but bro, at the very least, they know how to world build on CW. <laughs> Well, to me, I tell you what, there's not, I've not seen one continuity issue in the CW. Yeah, and if there is, they usually fix it. (laughs) Oh, to me, and again, Joel, they gave us something me and you have said we never thought we'd see. And that's the last crossover they had. Yeah. Never thought we'd see it. And here's the even crazier part. They built this universe off of not even D-list. Like, I keep reminding everyone, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, those guys are B-listers from Marvel, as far as, like, the height of Marvel. They're not... Well, they were. Yeah. Yeah, now they're not, right. Now they're not, but before they were. CW did it with C and D-list characters. Well, Green Arrow was maybe, yeah, but Flash is not a C-list. <laughs> not. He's an A-lister, but I mean, mm-hmm. you look at Green Arrow, you look at Stargirl, you look mm-hmm. yeah. at uh, Black Well, Stargirl's <laughs> later. So, yeah, yeah, they did it with fucking Green Arrow and Supergirl, and now Batwoman and uh, a whole bunch of fucking misfits on Legends who that's not even a thing in comic books. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, they did it. <laughs> so, I'm like, why wouldn't I trust Berlanti? Yeah. I mean, shit, Joel, me and you love to show you. Guess who's behind that? I love you, yeah. (laughs) Berlanti's behind that. So it's like, so it's like, I don't know. Why would I not trust the guy who's been doing right by us? Like, sure. Are there fundamental issues that we have with some of these shows? A thousand percent. Yeah. Budget mostly in writing. (laughs) Right. But enough to make us not trust Berlanti? No. No, exactly. No. No, not at all. 
But uh, and, and, and they he'll have a a say of the world building. That that that's perfectly fine. He obviously knows his shit. Well, I tell you what, they put they put um Jeff Johns in this position, and it didn't work out. So I'm like, find someone that it does work out with, someone that can kind of navigate you a little bit. Was that was never gonna 100 percent work? It seems. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but I'm saying when yeah. we first heard it. We at that moment thought, well, there's no one better than Jeff Johns. That's what you thought. He's a great writer. And you see it in Stargirl. He's an amazing writer. Right. Um, You can talk shit about him all you want, but the man is talented. Uh, It's just that he's not, you know, he's he's limited. (laughs) He is not the world builder we once thought he could be. But he's a good fucking writer. That's for damn sure. And I'll never knock him for that. So, look. Berlanti, I trust. And look, again, what do I always say about things, Joel? I look at things as it can't get worse. Right. So if you look at it and we're already frustrated. What are we going to get super frustrated? No, right. that doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> the frustration uh-huh. is frustration. It, it, it's either it grows or it shrinks. So right. either he'll grow it or he'll shrink it. But it can't ultimately be any worse or confusing than it is in this exact moment that we're sitting in right now. Right. Well, we hope at least. Well, I mean, if they're able to do that, that's that's (laughs) (laughs) like, like that'd be like if a team, like if a football team went, oh, like, oh, and 16, and you found a way to make them go, oh, and 18. It's like, how is that even possible? Like, how did you manage to do that? So to me, it's like, you could only get better. And that's what I'm hoping Berlanti brings in. They only get better. So Word. that's fingers crossed for that. So I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because that is that is big news. I'm glad we were able to tackle. Um, but that's all we got for you guys, man. Me and Joel are going to get out of here. Um, Joel, we're, we're looking forward to the Flash tomorrow. Also, um, all new Figure It Out this week. And then Invincible, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and so on and so forth. Uh, hopefully... I'm going to say it because now it doesn't matter, but hopefully the Knicks win Wednesday. That, that's a very important game. Let's hope. Uh, we hope. We really hope. I was really pissed we didn't get that Mavericks win. Oh, uh, really been mad every loss so far. That is no use. I'll even say, Joel, to a degree, that Mavericks one might have hurt more than this Brooklyn one. I don't <laughs> like to lose to Kristaps Przingis. I don't either, but, I mean, this, this game was close. It, should have been, it shouldn't have been a loss. That one was close. We lost by, what, 12? In the Mavericks one? Yeah. Oh, it did go out to 12? I thought it was closer than that. Okay. All right. I get you. Okay. All right. Well, more of the story is, Nick, stop losing. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> You're what, 25 and 26? Can we yeah. maybe get that number a little bit more desirable, please? For sure. But all right, man. We will see you guys same time, same place next week. Till then, peace. Peace.